This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight on the podcast. We have Terence Taylor 161 from our phone page to the podcast, www.celticrumors.co.uk. You can check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. Hit the like button if you like what we're doing here. And also don't forget to hit the notifications so you guys know when we're on. On tonight's show, we talk about the latest transfer and kind of rumors around the club. Uh, we talk about Yasser's deal to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we, we talk about Saudi Arabia's impact on football as a whole. Uh, expected outgoings and incomes in, in, in the club. Um, players back to pre-season training tomorrow. Uh, tour to Japan and training camp in Europe. SBL fixtures have been released. We talk about that. And of course, anything you guys uh, wish to discuss on the show, please let us know. Uh, I'll hand off to Mark, but before I do... Uh, Big shout out from all of us here at Celtic Rumors TV to Jack, who's celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday, Jack. Jack. Oh, that's Paul, your mic's a wee bit crackly there. So I'll change the thing down. Uh, anyway, evening, lads. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Paul. That's not enough for saying that about my dad, mate. You're uh, some shout-outs to, to some of the lads on the forum. Old Tim Alloy, Richie, the JFP, a Glasgow Green, we Kev 83, Mikey, Mikey, I don't know if Mikey's listening in yet. Uh, live chat, Bobby, nice to see you again, Bobby, first in as usual, demanding the like button. Brian, evening, Brian, nice to see you again, mate. Big Campsy, brilliant Campsy, thanks for joining us, bud. Uh, Paul says the links to our forum and everything's in the description box below. And we're getting, I don't know if it's anything to do with through this channel. We seem, but the forum's getting busier and busier with a lot of new names and new faces. Well, it's no faces, but new names and new people. So, anybody, if you're not part of the forum, you're more than welcome with Kalang. It's just guys just chatting a lot of rubbish about Celtic. So, that's so everybody's entitled to get on and get their say. We don't throw people off just because we don't disagree with stuff that they're saying and things like that. Yeah, we're at four, uh, 689 subs, I think it is. Brilliant, thanks very much to everybody that subs- subscribes to us. And if you have no, please hit the like button and sub- the, sub- the subscription button and hit the like button. And if you know how, leave a comment. A big shout out as well to everybody that listens to his own places like Spotify and that, just his own Celtic news now and that. Really appreciate all the, all the support and just the amount of viewers and listens we're getting to the news. We're really doing well. So thanks to everybody that helps us out with that. Hail, hail. Despera, Mark, yeah. Aye, that's a lot better, Paul, aye. <clears throat> An update on the Yasser deal to Saudi Arabia side, Allah, Al-Ihad, <laughs> Al-Ihad, Al-Ihad, fucking Al-Ihad, 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 yeah, uh, will be done in the next couple of 
will be done in the next couple of days, according to sports journalist Fabrizio Romano. He, he said only today that the deal could hit around £30 million with £25 million up front and £5 million add-ons over two years. Yata has already spoken to fellow Portuguese uh, compadre Nuno Espirito Santos and all Tom's ag agreed. Uh, Celtic are just sorting out the structure of the, the payment uh, with with, oh yeah, with the Saudi Raven Club. Sorry, we'll speak more about details in this later on the show. Celtic have signed Australian international Marco Tilio for Melbourne City. The 20-year-old signed a five-year deal with Celtic in an Australian record fee of two million. The young William, the young winger, has come highly regarded and is already looking. Uh, to get started at the club straight away. Brendan Rodgers also reported to be interested in young boy Swiss international feeder Fabian Ryder. Rodgers has been linked to this 21-year-old uh, with his former club Leicester trying to sign him back in 2021 when he broke onto the scene uh, against Manchester United at Old Trafford in the Champions League after scoring a goal for Les for, for the young boys. Uh, uh, could Celtic, former Celtic player Terry Henry make an emotional return to Celtic this summer from Arsenal? Terry, Terry Henry? Oh, oh, sorry, Karen Terry. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even read my own writing, boy. We've only been on seven minutes and that's the first belter in the night there, Paul. Karen <laughs> Terry, Terry uh, Henry. This summer, as, as the former Celtic player has found game time limited since Arsenal appointed McKenna Teta as manager. Um, and finally, could Celtic uh, look to Man City again for the young talent with with the Otters replacement close club uh, being closely looked at by Celtic? Celtic have turned their attention to the 19 of Carlos Borges, yes, in 29 goals, four hat tricks in the Resolve League last season. The young talent winger is tipped to be uh, tipped to go out and loan this season. And with Celtic's good relationship with the club, could this benefit? I I, I read as well that uh, about this lad back from Man City that it, it, we actually could go into the buy-in. But I don't think. I, 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 I seen that. I seen that as well. And I was talking to Mikey about him earlier on in that, and well, the, the fees I talk about like eleven million pound in that, Paul, but. Do we want to start getting into taking loan players as well? I'd rather we went and bought them outright as well, to be honest. Even in terms. Sorry, Even sorry. But Paul, you, I, I got, I didn't hear the last bit that you said about the loan. Yet. I'd, I'd rather we just went in and bought the boy. Been, I mean, let's face it, we've got plenty of money, Paul. We'll probably talk about mere. So, if they're wanting eleven million pound for this lad, why not go and buy him outright? Mm -hmm. Well, the lad, the, the Swiss uh, international, the, the fellow rider, Mark, is um, being quoted as 15 million. You know, could do you, do, you, do you think we actually, you know, we we said that when Rogers came in to Terence, he wants to bring us to the next level. Do you see this as bringing us to the next level, spending this money, getting these quality players in? Uh, I. That's the type of players that we do need, but we just need to spend it, use it to buy in the quality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you go to a sorry. No, Glenn. That's what I was going to say. Obviously, good evening, gents. Before we start, happy birthday, Jack. Um, 
Uh, but no, I to be honest, Paul, I think three with what Mark was saying there as well, and yourself. But like, like we've we've said about Champions Leagues last season that we didn't have the quality. Like the the team or the squad is very very strong. Yeah, look, Jota going is 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 a loss. But if you're going to get twenty five million or twenty million for him, you know what I mean. You can you can surely reinvest that. And I and I think if if he if Rogers initially has thirty or thirty five million is what is apparently coming out, and he gets even fifteen million out of twenty million, you're up around the fifty million mark. Like, I mean, I think it's I think it's I think it's quality rather than quantity that they need. Do you know we said we said they need a few, as you would call it, X factor players that are really going to stand out when it comes to certainly Champions League level. So if if but fifteen million Paul in today's money is not fifteen million five years ago. Do you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the same. Eventually, Celtic have to spend more than nine million, which was Edward, which was the the most they've ever spent. That, like, if they want, if they're if they say they're a Champions League team and they want to progress and try and push on in Europe, even in Europa League, you you need one or two of these players that are real standout kind of guys. And if I the Swiss guy, I, I heard it as well. I think it was fifteen or sixteen million they're looking for him. If they if if he's that if he's that an exciting player, much of an exciting player, then I don't see a reason why they shouldn't go for him. The, the squad is very strong in, in nearly nearly all positions. They can always, they've already brought in two young guys who are, who are supposed to be very, very promising guys and playing regular football. But it'd be great to add, add one or two, certainly maybe two really, really guys that you're paying 15, 12, 15 million for and giving them a good wage, like Marcus always said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I, I wouldn't like him to see, I wouldn't like him to continue to go down getting the two million, three million, two million, three million. Do you know you're not always going to be blessed with getting Hatati or do you know what I mean or Maeda or some of these guys that they've come in like. Just going on um uh, the, the sixteen million rumor is the the Swiss lads Mark Fabian Ryder from Lombard. Evening the, David, thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see the, you. That's that's that rumour. Like Going to what Terence is saying there, right? And just go back to Bobby's uh, post there. We won't spend anywhere near that, maybe 25, 30 million tops. Terence made a good point there, Mac, that transfers have changed. Do you know what I mean? And we're going to talk about that later on the show as well. Like, but we can continue to get these promising young players, Mark, like the two lads we signed, Clum and. Um, and Tilio from, from Melbourne City and the, and the Norwegian lad, you know, but if you want quality market, you're, you're going to have to spend it now. Like the market's changed and, and it's going to be changing all the time and Celtic have to spend. But, but see, these two, the two players of St. Paul, I'd, I'd say they're kind of seen as a project. Mm-hmm. They're kind of you're, like, you're, for me, they're, I'm not saying Roger says they say on them and rubber stamped them or whatever, but. They're, for me, that's a Mark Lowell kind of, they Mark Lowell signings. Celtic's found they, do you know what I mean? That's all part of like Celtic rather than like anything to do with Rodgers as such, finding them. And I think they've been brought in as projects, but no long, no, I'm not talking about two or three year time, but I, I think, I mean, the, uh, the kind of, the Australian, the Australian boy, the Australian boy was meant to be, he was a replacement for Abada, wasn't it? Because Abada mm. was meant to be beginning away. And, for the amount of game time Abada was getting, that's fine. The wee, the young guy will come in, learn his feet in Scotland, get a, the odd, like plenty plenty of game time, but he'll maybe not be a starter every week. And then maybe next season you'll see him becoming a mere regular player. So I don't I don't mind them buying these players uh, 
strengthen the squad. Do you know what I mean? Because the squad, when you break it down, if we can get rid of the deadwood and that and replace them with these type of younger players like these guys were signing. But when it comes to the actual major signings, I totally agree. We need to take it to the next level. And it's players that are going to come in, hit the ground running and make a significant difference to the team. Mm-hmm. We don't well, we only need we, we only need we don't need no, we don't need to spend. I just tell see if you went out and spent I mean see if Rogers has got £50 million, £60 million this season, this summer, it doesn't need to go and spend it all. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. my thing my thinking think along it as well. It doesn't need to go and spend it all this this window. Mm-hmm. He could adjust the score, he could just one or two mark and maybe three. And, if, and Celtic, if Celtic went out and bought, say, I mean, even see that boy at 15, 16 million, Paul. Right? If they went out and spent that on him, and then we'll talk about these players later on, like, they were talk like Teddy, like, go and sign him. People were talking about earlier. Now, see, he's out of contract. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you don't need to go and spend your full transfer budget just because you've got that to spend. So if we mm-hmm. can go and spend, even if we're spending fees on, say, three or four players, if all we're spending is, like, maybe eight million on one, right, and I do think we'll break the record, right, say 12, 15 million maybe on a player, and then the other one, six million here, eight I'd be quite happy with that. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I know anyway that if, if we did sign the, 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 the Swiss like Fabio Ryder Mark, that it, it would be, like, people are saying like that, like, I can't understand why people say, like, Attilio and, and Lum wouldn't be Rogers signings, Mark, because we would have said it to Rogers and we're signing these players and he would have given the go ahead. Do you know what I mean? You know? Aye, uh, Rogers, I mean, it's the, the, difference, the difference in the kind of shift in the axis of power, Paul, is that the manager has got an input on the signings. Exactly. But the, club, the, the club's still making signings out with the manager's remit. Mm-hmm. Which is we've spoke about millions of times as part and parcel of being a big club, but Rogers will be will be really will be involved in the transfers, especially for especially the players that are going to be coming in and hit expected team. to move. I expected to become part of the, the mm-hmm. first team right away. Because I was reading about him, it was said that the only reason Leicester actually didn't go in for him was financial for a player, and that's the in around time. They had to sell all their players, Mark, when they got hit by COVID, and they just didn't have. have the, so he's, aye, been on Rogers, he's been on Rogers' eye for, I think, since he was about 19. <coughs> you know, so Roger clearly likes him. And, you know, uh, speaking of, look, he brought him up, uh, Ellen Lucy's, he, he spoke about coming back to Celtic when he was kind of released about Southampton. Terence, would you take uh, a punt on Ellen Lucy? Um, I, I, I mean, he, look, he, he, he was, he was a good player for Celtic at a bad time. I mean, I, I mean, if you're getting him, if you're getting him for nothing, he probably is worth a punt. Especially, he knows, he knows the club, he knows the area, he knows what's expected. You know, I mean, he 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 obviously liked his time back here. If he's willing to come back here, I, I wants to come back here. I mean, it's an it's an it's an experienced player that you know played well for Celtic and has a very good scoring record. I think someone 
So I saw something about it there today, and he he like he he scored he scored a good few goals in five goals like, in sixty seven games, Terence. Yeah, I mean, so do you know it's a fairly it's a it's a seriously good return rate. You know what I mean? In a, in a side that was struggling, let's be fair about it. So I mean, listen, Paul, if he's free, he's he's worth a punt. Like, you know, in my opinion, he's worth a punt if he's willing to come back and he's happy to come back. I I don't see a reason why I wouldn't wouldn't try try him out, especially the fact that now you've lost obviously Jaha. You don't know what the story is with a bad. Huh? You you know I I mean I I'd certainly I'd certainly be willing to give to to give him a to give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Mark, your thoughts there, that? I don't see why no either. I mean, mm-hmm. Sterling says it was a bit of a nightmare a season when he was here, when he was at the time he was here. But his goal score, I thought he was a good player. And he, he could but handle you, the physical side of the score. You know what I keep well. about this as well, Mark? Like you've been on about since we started this podcast and since I've been on fucking the Celtic Loomis page, you've been on about our rage structure, right? Like, we're paying no fee for Elanusi. You know? We might give him aye, a aye. sign on. Like, we could increase our rage structure to, to make this signing. Like, you know? you know. It's like, I, was talk, I mean, it was just an example and everybody pounced on it, but I'm just using it as, a, as a, an example. It was Dembele. Mm-hmm. If you can go and sign Dembele for without a transfer fee, we are see we are serious signing on fee that you can break up early length his contract. Why can Celtic no turn around and give him sixty or seventy grand a week? Does that there's no reason whatsoever that they can't do that? And all this mm-hmm. I've said that before, all this nonsense about uh, oh, it rocks the boat with other players. Wages are nothing to do with what other players are getting. I mean, you, you don't need Man United, go to Liverpool, there are players on there that'll be, they'll be in 50, 60, 70, 80 grand, they a difference in things like that. They don't, they're not mumping and moaning about that. Players are paid what, what they're worth, it's not to do with any other player which somebody's getting paid at the club. Yeah, like, do, do, do you think Terence maybe, within Celtic, I don't know if they have it, Like, but I know it's in kind of Premier League clubs, it's like based in category, category A, B, C, D is is within the the wage structure. And if you're category A player, the likes of we we say Haaland from Man City, like would be category A, he'd be on more than categories B and C. Like you know, I mean, think Celtic should be looking at something like that. You have to you have to judge it, Paul, probably on the on the, on the standard of player because I and you're probably right in what you're saying. Like I. Callum McGregor is clearly going to be on, deserves to be on more and should be on more than, say, Anthony Ralston, for example. But at the same time, Celtic, Celtic need to move with the times as well. It's like, it's like the trend, I'm not going to have to point, hopefully, but it's like the transfers. Like, if Celtic's cap is 40,000, 40,000 five years ago is not the equivalent to 40,000 today. Uh. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to you have to speculate to accumulate. Do you know what I mean? They have to go. Okay, look, we can't keep. We're not going to get quality in if we're only going to willing to offer them thirty five thousand is the max we're going to pay. You have to eventually go. Well, do you know what? We we are a bugs that a run of the mill player now will cost ten. A, a quality player will cost us ten, twelve, fifteen million, as opposed to six or seven or eight million. So we might have to go, we might have to go from thirty five million to fifty or thirty five thousand to fifty thousand a week. Mm-hmm. So they, they they might need to do it. So to your point, Paul, I would say yes. I mean if if a if a if a player comes in and Celtic buy him for fifteen million or thirteen million or twelve million, he clearly has to be the top earner. 
logic would dictate he would have to be the top burner to get him to come to the club. So like they have to they have to move with the times. And I, I would I would agree with you if you have a if you have a Callum McGregor and you have if it's if it's Kyogos gets a new contract and he maybe moves into that bracket or Carter Vickers is in that bracket or possibly maybe even it like the likes of a Joe Hart because where he's come from might be in that category. Yeah, that's that's perfectly well and everyone knows their place. And if you perf- the thing is if you perform at the level and all of a sudden you're in category B, whatever, and then you perform and you're an outstanding player, all of a sudden you step up into category A, where you're where you get a new contract and you get a higher wage. And you know, like just mm. just part and parcel. So but I, I do think what you're saying is is bang on, Paul, but I also do think that Celtic need to look at their wage structure because that needs to also change now with the with this with the way the times are. Because as I said, you can't keep saying to fella, we only pay thirty five thousand or forty thousand or whatever it is. You're 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 gonna to struggle to get a guy even if he is you're willing even if you are willing to pay the fifteen million for him, but you're only willing to pay him thirty five thousand, he's probably not gonna come. Aye. And that's what I've been for many times have you heard me saying that transfer fees don't don't make much a difference to me. It's the wages you're paying the players. Transfer mm-hmm. fees are just basically transfer fees is just clutch. See these days it's clubs just trying to balance their fee, their fair play and their their finances. They take they they take Leicester for example, right? It's, they've got players right. I don't know a lot of the like teams that expect to be in relegation scraps doing in England used to did clauses in the contract that if you get relegated your wages get half right away. I don't know if that's still a thing. Oh yeah, I it is, yeah. yeah. I, but I don't know. Would Leicester? Would Leicester have had that? Would Leicester expecting to get relegated? Would, would Southampton expecting that? I don't know. Yeah, but, I think Southampton would have had it as well, Mark. I think Southampton might have had it because they were always kind of in around the bottom, like and they were kind of scraped it out, kind of season after season, you know. But I, I, I wouldn't think Leicester had it like. Aye, uh, yeah. basically, right, I'm going to the one player we kind of we've all been speaking about about Phil Esther's that big and Didi, right? I mean, yeah. that would be a, absolute quality signing, absolutely quality. Me and Bobby had a bit of a debate about his wages and that, but again, Leicester will be just wanting him off the books. Do you get what I mean? They'll just be like, right, we need to get his, his wages off the books, and they'll, they'll, I don't see how they'll, they'll be looking for crazy money. They're just trying to balance the books, so they take players just to get them out of the club and stop having to pay them the crazy wages that we're paying them in the Premier League. And mm-hmm. Mark Lowell's no stupid. I mean, I'm just sitting here as if we know more than these guys that are running clubs. Mark Lowell will know all these, these kind of dodges and looking what he's looking at and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So, but the wages, there's bargains out there. The transfer fees to me don't matter. They really don't. But it's the, the actual wages, it's been a problem at Celtic for years. For a wage bill we've got, I mean, we've got the biggest wage bill in Scotland, you know, but is it, is it still about 59 million, 56 yeah. million? And come on, surely we could spend be- spend that better than we're spending it. Mm-hmm. But, but as well too, Mark, I think it could be spent better is, for me, if you mightn't be a popular choice, but if you, in a sense, called the squad, if you reduced the squad, oh, I mean, aye, aye. You've, got, you've, got, you've got, like, for argument's sake, I'm just naming names here, but you've McCarthy, you've Welsh, you've Iriguchi, you've you you do you know there's just three players straight away that I can think of, and there's numerous other players that are taking a wage that you could go even if it's even if it's Friday. Yeti, you've got a yeti and everything yeah, there in that. A, list. Yeti, a yeti, Sorrow, Shaw, Urigidi, all these guys, even if they're taking five grand a week. And I know some of them probably could be more than that. But if it's five grand a week and it's 
six guys, there's 30 grand, like. Do you know what it's 30 yeah. grand? And then none of, none of those guys would be, would be realistically, maybe Stephen Welch, but none of the rest of them would realistically be involved in the squads, in the teams, in the setups. So, like, you know, do you really need, especially, you know, do you really need such a surplus of extra players for the sake of, like, if you got 30,000 30, you're able to offer that on top of a, an initial 40,000, all of a sudden there's 60,000 you can give someone. Do you know? How much Celtic painted goalkeepers? Are, and, yeah, there's you know, five, five or six keepers there, like. Uh, you know, five or six keepers, like. Yes, yeah, Mark, if they're all on 5,000 a week, if you've got five uh, keepers and they're on 5,000 a week, there's 25,000 a week just uh, for keepers. And they're likely uh, to be on more, like. Joe Hart's likely to be on more than five grand a week. Evening, Martin. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. She just on that. I know. I know it takes a while to get up, but we're not talking about filling the full team over the next couple of windies with that kind of level of player, Martin. Just but one or two this this window, and then maybe one in the winter. When do you know? And just gradually bring in a better, the better quality player that paying higher wages does. No I mean well, just start right away and end up. Do you know what I mean? Fully yeah, but, back up to the gunnels with the wage bill. Well, I was just one point. Sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, go on, Paul. I think, Mark, when we looked at Barquez, that time with the wage stocks, Mark, he was on around 15, 16 grand. It's when he was aye, on aye. The top orders. You know, so I said Joe Hart would be in and around the same there, Terence, 15, 16 grand, I said. Oh, easy, Paul. And that, that's, my, that's, my, that's my point. You know what I mean? But just, just to go back to that gentleman's point there a minute ago that Mark was saying. I, I I reiterate what you're saying, Mark. No one's saying to be getting a load of 15 million pound players in Celtic can't afford it. But I saw on the forum the other day where someone was talking. I think it might have been the lad paid a paid a face painter, and he put up. A, he I agreed with him. People were saying you shouldn't be spending all the money on big money players. It doesn't necessarily guarantee it. I, I would disagree, and I I agreed with him, but I disagreed with some of the other comments because. You look at Carter Vickers was five six and a half million. You look at Jonah, he was six and a half million. You look at Edward, who was nine million. Do you know? Then you can go back and you can look at Bangora, who was two million. The centre forward, I forget his name, um, Sebchenko or Sebchenko, something like that, was about two million. Do you know, you can look at all the two million boys, Pookie. Do you know, if you, if you, if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Aye. It's, you know? I've said that for years, still, turn. See if you get and buy. All these guys we gambled on your Banguras, your Baldies, no big Bobo, that but Baldi, the Pookie yeah. guys like that. Even being Boriger, I mean, I mean, that Boriger was one of your top earners. And what did they play about three games? If you're mm -hmm. lucky, I mean, the Dutch guy out in the wing, yeah, since they're spending two million on three or four, um, like just to, gambles, basically, it's a gamble. Why no go and pay the the five or six million for a player and give, give them the, the three or four players' wages. It's because they're going to hundred percent. They've got you say terms. You're going to get a better calibre player. Better value, a better chance anyway. Better, better value for your money. Well, a better chance anyway. We've been speaking about Ghent a lot on the on on the podcast about what they did. This is what they did. What you were saying. They they bought in these one or two players extra extra wage when they qualified for the Champions League and then they got the money they bought in another extra one or two players on the big wage and that's how they 
built their structure within the within the Champions League. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and you're but you're right, Paul. You're right. You but you like you can't you can't we can't keep we can't for argument's sake come to the Champions League when it's over next we're in it and if we get hockeyed again and everyone's like, Well, we haven't got the quality, we're not good enough at this level, blah blah blah. Yeah, but that's the reason why you're saying get a standout midfielder or standout forward or this time, and then the next time get a standout centre back, and then the next time get a standout winger or, or a centre forward. You're not I'm not I'm not suggesting it's going to go and spend fifty million or sixty million in three or four places. Trying to become a PSG or Galacticos or that and spend millions of I'm just saying um if Yotta wasn't being sold for mega butts, uh, would we be talking about paying forty, fifty thousand in wages for several several players? Think we need to be realistic. But, but I feel this statement we're sitting with millions in the bank. We're sitting with millions in the bank. We're bringing in millions for transfers. We've got Champions League football. We've got sponsorship money coming out every orifice of our bodies. It's a, the club's not going to move forward and become a European force of any kind, even getting some kind of dignity back in Europe. If yeah. you're paying, if you're just plodding along, paying guys twenty five grand a week, thirty grand a week, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Look, when you see when you see the championship and they're paying a guy hundred grand a week, aye, aye. Then- then if, if if people want Celtic just to pay twenty five or thirty grand a week, fine, no problem with it. But don't be giving out about what when they get absolutely hosed in the Champions League or get the absolutely hosed in the Europa League, because you're not going to get the quality in you require for twenty five grand a week. I keep saying it, twenty five grand a week five years ago is not twenty five grand a week today. It's just not. It's you can look you can look at. I know the Premiership in England and the Championship in England is may not necessarily the the best way to look at, but. Look at like the, the guy from Leipzig has gone to Liverpool for sixty million or something. That mm-hmm. you know he he was he was with Celtic last year. There's a reason that there's better players with with better teams. They pay better wages. They, that's that's what it is. It's not necessarily f- massive fees. It's wages. It's wages that are the key. That's what gets the player in the door. Mm-hmm. Martin Martin saying if we're going to pay big wages, then it just fills fifty percent of the team and fans have to allow for bad days. I know what you mean by that, Martin. I'm a great believer in that there'll be bad days when you're trying to bleed youth into the team. But again, I don't see why that would be the case at Celtic. I mean, we're not talking about going out and paying guys, like buying three players this summer that are only 100 grand a week and then in the winter buying another one that's an 80 grand a week and stuff like that. We're talking about a gradual progress and investing in the team and realising that what Terence says, if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Apart, I keep saying apart from the transfer fee the wages is far more important to a player as we're seeing with Yota basically that's I mean that's it Yota's a perfect example and when we started this podcast Paul I don't know if you mind I used to go on about mind Hulk that went to China a few years mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. for crazy crazy money and a few other people even Armoy went out of China for some crazy money so you get but so you get what you pay for with wages the transfer fees is between the club but the wages will attract you the better players and there's no, the Celtic are just no, they're not going to get to the level that we want them to be at. We expect them to be at, and even the way that I've said it before, Lil used to come out with we're a Champions League club, but we weren't they? because we never we never acted like one. If we want to be a Champions League club, we need to act like one, and that means having players that are a bit can do a different something different for you, a bit special. And the only thing that gets that is paying the money. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Yotta, uh, his deal is, is is expected to be done uh, as early as next uh, next week. Fabrizio uh, Romano came out today said the deal could be what twenty five million with five million add ons within to, to be paid within two years. Uh, it, as as Brian said there, it's it's mega box for Celtic market. No one expected a deal like like this for for any Celtic player to come in twenty five million. Uh, said they just can't turn down kind of big money like this, Mark, for a player. No, you know? no, no, I've got any, I've got, I've got any qualms about it, really. It's, it's, you can't, you can't even blame Yota. You can't, I mean, people are, oh, he's, he's got, he's just getting out there for the money. And I, can you blame the guy? I mean, imagine going to the bank every Friday and you've got another 200 grand in the bank. Every seven days, you're getting 200 grand in the bank. I mean, yeah. think about it. And going out to Saudi Arabia, oh, think of the, think of the, like the house that you'll get. The amount it'll be, oh, there's a fleet of Lamborghinis and Porsches in the driveway to use as you want and stuff like that. Tax free. Aye, all tax free. And as I said, Celtic's just, Celtic's just a case of, well, whoever, if you give us enough money, all our players are for sale. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what's good about this deal is that Celtic, like we see all kind of the beat names going to turns, the Benzimans, Kante, thinking there's lads from Moreno from, from Italy is going there now from, from AC Milan. Like we see these beat name players going there. But Celtic have players that they see as talented young lads that they want to bring in with likes of Yotta. That shows as well that Celtic scouting system is working at the moment. Oh yeah, it, it does, and I, 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 I'd agree with you there, Paul, and I'd agree with what Mark said as well, because for argument's sake, if Jota played it next season with Celtic and this hadn't come in, and he played well in the Champions League, and an offer of 25 million came in from somewhere in Europe, we'd all be over the moon about it. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock him going, not necessarily to, it's a bit of a shock where he's going and the whole lot. It's understandable if you're going to get 200,000 a week, whatever it is, tax-free in your hand, it's hard to say no to but uh, yeah and that, that is that is great Paul that the, the, the powers to be are, are identifying those individuals and being able to bring them in for six and a half million and all of a sudden they could be going for 25 20, 25, 30 million whatever it is it's it's like fair play to the guys the scouting the scouting department in Celtic for, for identifying them and identifying them early enough that they were able to tie him down you know mm-hmm. like people are saying Mark and like that it, you said there, like it's about money and he's ruining his car. I don't think he is because the coach is Portuguese. There, Mark, uh, the spirit to Santos that was with uh, that was with Wolves, and I think that because it's, it's the Portuguese connection as well, Mark. I, I I still think he's going to get called up to that Portuguese squad. No, no is chance, Paul. No. no, I think I, honestly, I think any player going out to Saudi Arabia is kind of kissing their international career goodbye mm-hmm. I mean you, Portugal I mean let, let's face it Portugal are going into tournaments Paul expecting to get to the latter stages and as long as if it's a, as long as it's no the World Cup and they don't come up against Brazil or Argentina they mm-hmm. quite fancy their chances of winning it a Euros do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I can't Jota's no money mm-hmm. I can't see Jota getting a call up to any uh, international squad any time is this so hindering his own career like such a young age you know 
I think it, I, I think in a kind of football sense, Paul, it does kind of hinder his career. I really do because it's it's. I mean, I was talking to Mikey about it. You know, Mikey knows his knowledge on all the leagues and stuff like that. And Mikey says that that the leagues, the standard of the league, is actually worse than Scottish football. And mm. in, in general, we see. I mean, there's good players, there's cracking players. I mean, if we saw, I mean, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina in the World Cup last year. Do you know what I mean? So there's no. But just in general, it's a kind of even if probably like fitness levels and that you're going to be up to kind of the scratchy international football after being swan in a boot in Saudi Arabia. Because it doesn't there's nothing to do with it, Paul. No. No, that's no, me and Terence were talking about this yeah. other day, weren't we, Terence? We were as asking you yeah. Aye, Terence asked me that, Paul. And I, I I asked because then it got me thinking, so I asked Ed too about it. And it was actually, I think it was Ed one, maybe get back to you. But he says, it did, That's a UEFA thing. Then they play, then the other, like the, the, the Australian one and all that, they're, they're South African. They're named, there's no financial fair play in any of these kind of leagues or confederations wow. or that. Yeah. Wow. I, was, I was surprised as well, Paul, when he, when he came in as well. Like, because it, it didn't it didn't make sense when they were able to play in a World Cup and supposed to be level in a sense a level playing field, but at the same time, you know, say for argument's sake, Ronaldo can go and get what he goes. I heard the Messi one in America, he's getting gate receipts and yeah, yeah, from the yeah. from the from the opposition teams and he's getting just sales and jerseys and mad a stuff. Franchise, but, a franchise, a franchise, yeah. They were saying every team in the MLS has to give him a cut of their gate when when Miami, what is it, whatever he's called, New York, Miami, whatever they're called, are playing them. Messi gets a cut of the gate, all this kind of stuff. But anyway, sorry, it's off the off the beaten track. But yeah, I don't I don't understand it either, Paul. It doesn't doesn't strike me as very fair because you've basically got people who've got it basically empty pockets and can basically so there's no player in the world. That isn't basically within their reach, like that's basically long short of it. Like, I was reading a thing today and it was talking about right, just obviously the Saudi Arabian things are kind of hot topic, you know, and especially in Scotland, you know, with Yota going there. But I've seen a thing today and it's like, see, that's see, is it, is it the PIF or something? It's called Dame that bought Newcastle and uh, they, they that, LI, that LIV golfing thing, turns. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They've bought the top four clubs there in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Right. Oh, a, was, they've done it in the Gulf. They've done it in the Gulf, I, like. Aye. But I, you know what I was thinking earlier on? See, like maybe, I don't know, in two years' time, is Yota going to end up at Newcastle for a £250 million to kind of balance all the book, Newcastle's books and stuff to get all this kind of mm. this, you would, it, you sports washing stuff? Because it seems. It seems to be that these these big four teams are in Saudi Arabia are owned by the same people that own Newcastle and that that golfing mob terms. Of the money they gave in the golf is, is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. There's there's I know it's slightly after football the, talk. They own Newcastle, sorry, terms, is it? Yeah, they owned all the LV golf and stuff, is it? They're probably connected, but I. Yeah. He's just never doing fun. Yeah, they live golf. Yeah. They, they, they like they weren't ever apparently going merging with the PJ of America and the European, the DP European tour, and literally overnight, it changed, and apparently the figure was allegedly 
something like 20 billion Jesus that they've given they've given the the towards the tour you have to remember this is the crowd call that was given like given uh, will it, allegedly often players like Mickelson 200 million to sign for them Tiger Woods a billion to sign for them do you know absolutely astronomical money that you just you just can't compete with like Mikey was telling me yesterday we were talking about that terms that uh, knew the players that stayed with the PGA like Rory McIlroy and that they're all kicking up and wanting the money like them that jumped ship they've made all these millions you know that, that knew the PGA guys that stuck with the PGA are wanting a kind of share of the money due them for sticking with the PGA Mikey was saying something about that taste. yeah they were, they, were saying, they were saying any player that had been offered to join Live Tour at the time if if for argument's sake Paul was the Paul was on the PJ tour and he was offered a hundred million to join him and he he said no, no, no. Any they were saying any player that was offered, not every player, if you were only offered to join them, that you should be reimbursed. But McElroy said he was never asked. But he was kind of a spokesman. He said that but any player that had been asked to join the deep or the live tour, if they had refused to stay with the PGA tour, should be compensated for the fact that no. They basically the tours have merged together because I Mark is Mark's going to live tour and got eighty million. Paul decided not to go and got nothing. And then twelve months later, less than twelve months later, Mark is coming on to the PGA tour again and after getting eighty million and Paul could have got the eighty million. That's what the argument is about. Uh, you can see that point with that really oh, can't. Like, yeah, hundred percent. They have to be they have to be compensated any player that was approached like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to Celtic. Oh, well, just, uh, no, just we'll finish after the Saudi yeah. stuff in that. Right? No, oh, I just want to say, yes, I just say, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm right, right. Yeah, like, Benfica have a, is it a 30% clause mark? I think they have. So, no, it seems yeah. to be that's what's been reported. They, so, so they, 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 they'll get 30, but I believe Celtic will also have a, a 10% clause mark in any sell on in, in the Yacht League as well. So, like, it's. it's, it's so when he goes to Newcastle for two hundred and fifty million pounds, you'll be well quids then. Yeah, <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, it's 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 great business by Celtic. Like, but what's this doing for football? This 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 Saudi Arabia stuff. The Premier League have been kicking up about us uh, saying that all their best players have been leaving uh, the well, Premier League, and I think they've done it themselves. Well, that's started this trend. You know, suck suck it up. Do you know what I mean? They've done it. It's even to a lesser extent. Let's not kid ourselves. We've done it with teams in Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's just the nature of the beastie football. I mean, they were talking about China earlier. Just that a few years back, that was the place to go for serious money. Take don't Paul. I don't know if you're old enough, Paul, but it was Italy. You went to Italy to get serious money if you wanted to play. Do you know what I mean? In England, just... Yeah, actually, the likes of David Platt, that time, Mark, and Gaza mm-hmm. and all them. That, that went to Woodhull so and all them. Aye, yeah. there's certain leagues have their, have their time. And it's just because, because, of, because of the actual television, the way it, like, it's the way society just came. Sky kind of helped that way, football. But it's, a, it's just the way society's came that football and Sky... The, the Premier League hot at the right time and they've milked it to death they've made millions billions whatever you yeah. want to see and they didn't care because they were top of the tree the Super League was at the rest of Europe kicking back and trying to see here this can't get going but now now England's feeling the way we f- we felt when they came and stole even going back to Kenny Doug Leeson players like that phase Brian McLean players like that 
for years, going back 40, 50 years, they've stole players from Scotland for pennies. They've done it and they've been over Europe and ransacked it over the last 20 years for the best players. Because let's not be kidding, you could count the amount of world-class players England alone has produced in maybe your two hands in the last 30, 30 years. The, the actual good players and the quality players, the majority, the 99% of them doing that Premier League if it started, it's all been foreigners. So if the foreigners are only coming to England because of the money and that's helped build up the prestige, if the money's somewhere else, they're going to go where the money is. Mm. That's really hit for me. Speaking of the Super League, Mark, with with the millions in Saudi Arabia and all, if they get involved in some kind of Super League or something like that, like it's it's, it's bound to happen, I say, with the amount of money they have now. The next no. thing will be, Paul, that, that will be Saudi Arabia will be included in UEFA tournaments or something like that. That's what they'll end yeah. up happening. Yeah. Do, do you know, I yeah. mean, that's the money, the money will say, I, I, I don't know if that's maybe like a kind of long-term aim. These guys who are in Saudi Arabia, are they know this? I mean, I spoke about this other week, Paul, said football at that level is just going to become play, play things for these big billionaire Saudi princes and oil shakes and people like that. But if it's going to sustain, and that is the thing, is it going to sustain or is it going to fall away like the Chinese league or the, even back back in the 70s when America tried to date and stuff like that? Is it well, going it to fall depends, away the if, 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 it, it, it all depends if the Saudis people themselves get involved in the football. You know what I mean? It's grand bringing in all these players, but are the fans going to go out and watch it? That's the big thing here that needs to happen. You know, if it's going to be maintained in the country are the fans going to get behind it are they going to stop buying jerseys are they you know are they going to get behind football you know that's i think that's the the next thing to be watching in in saudi arabia you know what i mean are we going to see saudi Arabian football mark on tv you know well that they're just see them that yotas went to mm-hmm. they've got an average attendance of forty thousand. wow yeah. Don't get us wrong, the next one down 17,000, then it's 12, 10. But the more, more quality, the more quality oh, comes yeah, in, though. Yeah. Uh, but the lowest, the lowest one's 3,467. You could argue that you could argue that. Apart from Celtic Rangers, that's a good attendance in Scotland terms, that's what I'm just going to yeah. say. But and you, more quality than you get. And it's not, but it's not even doing it. It's just. If the mere players that get into these weird teams, the mere people that will get mm-hmm. the mere fans that will get But, I mean, that's a good basis, do you know what I mean? Considering they don't, they're not caring about f- financial fair play. They've got billions of people. These guys, if these guys want to, Paul, they can bankroll this for 10, 20 years without batting an eyelid. Do you know what I mean? They don't need oh, yeah. good crowds. They don't need to, kid, they, they don't need to show a UEFA or a FIFA that, or oh, we're only spending money we make, we're only doing this. They can just spend, as long as they're willing to spend. It's a bit like Rangers, without the, the regulations covering them. If they've got people willing to put the money in, that's what will happen. They'll just keep pummeling it in and pummeling it in. Look at Man City. Aye. Man City's a prime example. Man City's a prime example. There was they, there was no, no one kicking up a stink about it in the Premier League. Like they, that guy came in and basically put a billion, a billion in around with the club and the stadium and buying players that 10 years previous Man City had no hope of even thinking of dreaming of, play, of, of affording. 
no one no one had to worry about that now or back to, or now when it was the Premier League, but because someone abroad is doing it and can basically outmuscle them financially, they they think they think it's wrong and there's an issue. But I mean, do you know what I mean? They've got to get a taste of their own medicine now, unfortunately. It's great to see, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but the more quality does, the more quality players that 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 they do buy and bring to Saudi Arabia, Paul. You'd imagine naturally enough the attendance will go up and go up like like every sport. When teams are winning, all of a sudden you get more and more and more and more people wanting to wanting to go watch them. Like I'm sure Mark would probably confirm this, but Celtic in the late maybe eighties and early nineties, you could more you could you could walk into the ground because they were getting it was a time where Forty Rangers were winning everything and Celtic weren't winning that much. You know, and so you could probably go to the ground most times when it was done. Can we only get back to him and Ronnie was here telling me to shut the top tiers? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. No, so teams follow follow winning teams, like. Or people follow winning teams. Next, we'll be doing a podcast in Barkas with a fucking Saudi Arabia flag behind us and people think we're a terrorist podcast or something like that. Jesus Christ, my translation is coming up in the, down the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I fucking like for for teams like Celtic, Mark. Like I know we're getting money here, but is 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 all this billions killing the game as we know it? You know. Nah, but. I suppose it is to an extent, but it's a kind of slow death. But mm-hmm. again, Paul, if if these guys, his pockets change to them, Paul, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, it's hard to, as, I mean, you can't imagine having that kind of wealth, Paul. Do you know what I mean? You really can't get normal no. guys like us. You can't imagine how rich the, all these Arab guys and that are. And as long as you're, as long as there are people out there willing to bankroll it, they're going to keep doing it. Mm. And, uh, well, uh, I mean, if it does keep on, keep keep going the way it's going, it is going to become a big, big challenge to the Premier League. And mm. that, is, that could have shockwaves across the full of like, European game as such. Do you know what I mean? Because that was, if, I'm not saying Sky, Sky's going to pull out of the Premier League or anything like that, but if, it, if the, the product's not as good, the money's not going to be as good as we see in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? If, if suddenly Man City's replacing Kevin De Bruyne with some big player for Charlton, or, do you know what I mean? Something like that. The, the quality in the league and the, the, the interest in it is going to slope away. And you've got to remember as well, Paul, a lot of these younger supporters don't really, they're not really, like, they've not really got teams. Do you get what I mean? Got players. Aye, they're full of players about and stuff like that. And that that's a mm. big. That's a big thing maybe going forward as well. Yeah, because you made a good point there because the uh, father who walks me, he's two young boys. Like they're twins. Both six, Mark. But they love football. They don't follow no team. They love the players. You know, they could, they, they love Salah from Man City, Kevin De Bruyne. They have, like, in a, it's, it's, it's Fernandez then for Man United. They like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not the team, it's the players. Aye, aye. You know, I, I the brand, the brand, the player. yeah. You know, 
it's it's more of the player now than than than, than the club. Like that, that's actually a good point you make there, Mark. In fairness, you know, you know. But would you think? Would you think over time, if this, for argument's sake, continued, and looked to be going in a certain trend, would you be very? You wouldn't be very surprised to see the Premier Leagues behind the behind the door, so to speak. Basically, their powers to be contacting the likes of UEFA or FIFA and going. This this this, right, this, right. this can't this can't this can't happen. This they, is gonna this is gonna de- have, this is gonna destroy they, Europe. They've, they've asked they they they've actually the, the the Premier League have actually went to the UK government and tried to put an embargo on transfers going to Saudi Arabia, and the, the UK government said they can't. Well, that would be the, that would be like employ, employment discrimination or something. I'm sure it'd be something like that. But I'm I'm not surprised that they don't try and push through a a a, a, f- a fair play thing over there to say, well, if we have it here, they should have it over there. They shouldn't be they shouldn't be allowed to spend billions upon billions. And for argument's sake, we we get a, we get basically slap in the wrist or a, a transfer period is, is stopped from us because we can only spend X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I'm, I, I would be surprised if they didn't. Have something like that in 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 the pipeline because I can't imagine they're going to, want to lose all the good players in the Premier League. Oh, uh, the Premier League they'll be they'll be spitting feathers over this. Oh yeah, they'll be pulling. I mean, I, I, as it's, it's a, I mean, it's like you, even get down to the likes of see like Messi. I think Man City thought they they were signing Messi. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. obviously when they go to Saudis, went to America, but it's the same kind of thing. It's because I I think. And maybe the next ten years, I think the US. I think that's going to kick right on football wise. I really, well, soccer is equal. I think that's going to really. I think kick that's on. going to be the next trend. Mark will be the US. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, team. Paul. I think. Yeah. I and I mean the national teams are great national team. I mean the other players play at top clubs. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time that before I think that show. Look at the pop. Look at the population in America. Do you know what I mean? If America, if, it, if football can get a right, proper, proper foothold over there, just with the population, with the low averages, they're going to have cracking players and right, right, strong teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I t- fucking, I'd say in the next 10, 20 years, Mark, we're not going to know football the way we know it as, as we grow up. Like, you know, you see a child now, it's going to be all different. No, I've seen, seen that time. It'll be what was that cartoon? It used to be, was it the Hurricanes? The team was called Terrence Mind. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the World Football League thing that they, they oh. played in. Do you mind the cartoon on the telly when we were younger? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see like that. I mean, they're like a, they're going, we're growing about this kind of Super League. It's always in the background. But about in like 10, 15 year time, it's like a as a World League. It's like it Europe, is, Saudi just, Arabia, America. Do you know what but he, that that's going to happen though because uh, he was what's his name in 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 Fant- what's the the FIFA president Infantino or something like that in this. Aye, he does the next step for the thing is is a a, a a World Cup team, you know a team's World Cup, you know. So this is, I think this is his kind of way mark of kind of doing, maybe a, a Super League, you know. Aye, it might be. You know, we're saying the Premier League will be spitting feathers about this Saudi stuff and that. But I mean, UF will be doing the same. 
Yeah. That, but simply because, well, they're, they're brands, the best brand, into the Champions League's the be-all and end-all of, of football kind of thing, apart from your, your World Cups and that. And again, more and more players will be going out to Saudi for, this, for the crazy money that they're putting out. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that, that Canty was at that's the stage of his career, that was his best footballing option. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Even Benzema, come on, I mean, I know he's a bit old and long in the tooth. The guy's, the guy's a, he's the current holder of the Ballon d'Or. He's yeah. a winner there. Yeah. Exactly. He'd, be, he'd be still at Madrid if it wasn't for that, like. Ah, probably, terms. Or even maybe, maybe PSG. But he'd be one of the top clubs, anyway. Aye, aye. But just probably the money's been there, there. And again, it's a prestige. The prestige is... The, I mean, I thought he's getting 97 million a year or 87 million a year. It's absolute crazy money, but that's worth it to them because that, again, that's building up the brand of their league. Or oh, we've got we've got Benzema, we've got this, we've got that. We've, yeah. You know what I mean? The Ballon d'Or winners are here playing. It builds up the brand and the worldwide attraction of that league. For them, for them to give Jada two hundred thousand a week is like giving him five grand over here. You know, that's what it's probably like uh, to them. Giving him two hundred thousand is probably like giving him five or six grand in Scotland. They have so much money, a two hundred thousand euro or two hundred pound a week wage is nothing to them. Like nothing to them. Yeah, Brian is saying that the Scottish FA will be raging. That Celtic got this mega box. I think can they, Mark? Do you think? Do you think that's a fair point by Brian there that the Scottish FA will be raging? Celtic got this money. Uh, prob- probably Paul Meister, Meister, my Rangers supporters anyway, isn't it, sir? Like the rest yeah. of the Rangers supporters will be raging at that. But can I ask you a question? Do you think Do you think now that this is, apart from where obviously Jot has gone, but do you think this now all of a sudden changes Celtic's transfer policy, so to speak, i.e. on if a player has been looked at? If if they know value John had twenty five million for argument's sake, that clearly that clearly means Kyogo is twenty five million. For again, and you know whatever player on the pitch, all of a sudden if they thought he was worth eight million, is he now worth fifteen million because of this transfer? Uh, well, that is one way you're looking at it. I mean, again, you've got to kind of look at your opposite. Uh, no, your opposition. Uh, the people buying, uh, the people you're selling to, terms, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I know we're going about the like, money doing the public, but let's be honest, could Bournemouth have afforded £30 million for Yota? No, I wouldn't think so. Do you know what I mean, uh, you know what I mean sir? But, but, but what I'm saying is, if if, if Celtic sold Kyogo for £15 million, I... sold John for £25 million. How are they only selling Kyogo for £15 million? Is what I'm saying. That makes any sense. Did you know? Did you cut off your terms? Did you cut out mid sentence here, terms? Oh, sorry. I was saying if Fargum said Kyogo was sold for 15 million, everyone would be going, Why are we selling Kyogo for 15 million? We sold Chara for 25. That's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Does it all of a sudden. Does the wheel turn it on? Is that the benchmark, you know? Is that the benchmark, yeah. I know what you mean, aye. Well, wait, I mean, what's happening with Hattati? Is he going or what? There's talks about him going there now as well, man. Aye. So what would you expect to get for Hattati? The same. 
or I'm more. Aye, aye. I'd be looking at Turkey. If he's Agreed. going there, Mark, right? If he's going there, right? If he does go there, if he does go there, Celtic should be making out the two transfers, about 60 million, 65 million out of those two transfers. You know? Aye. And if they want to, you think, pick up there, but if pushing the 100 million mark. Yeah, I think, Terence, with, with your point there, that this Yachty deal gives Celtic more power in the on, on the negotiation table, Mark. You know? You know, that we're not letting players go for freaking pittance anymore. And not just Celtic, Mark. No, the rest of the SBA, the likes of Aberdeen, Hearts. And... I, just, I just kind of think they're heels in our transfer fees and it's about time. Yeah. But as well, yeah. you've got to think as well, Paul, we, we use like one of your selling points to players is come in, develop and get your big move down. Usually it's the, well, usually it's the pub league, do you know what I mean? But now there's this other avenue. See if we sell... Yeah. See if we, well, Yacht is away, but see if we sell Hatati and even Kyogo are there. Just think, you turn around and put above this, you've got a pack. Look at the players we've sold down to England. Two big teams are even mid teams, but they've ended up at the big, big teams. Look what we've done there. Look at the players that are there in Saudi Arabia getting crazy, crazy ass money and stuff like that, which is another selling point for Celtic to, to get players in that we can develop. Even yeah. Joseph, nice to see you again, mate. Thanks for coming in. For the two players, Mark, being sold to, being being sold to Saudi Arabia, that were were off our heads. If Hatate went to Saudi Arabia as well, what? He sent fifty mil for for, for the two players, Yasser and Hatate to Saudi Arabia. Fifty mil for the two players were off our heads. No. Yeah. Oi. How can we go off for heat when we're getting 30, 30 million for Yota? You say it alone? Mm-hmm. But, but Paul, I would say, like, fair enough, but but if, if we said that the two players went to the Premier League for 30 million each, would that, not, happy, be, would that, would that not be the same thing? Like, Yeah, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? We'd be actually yeah. be delighted, Mark. You'd be over the moon. But see, is that what people are... Mo- I, 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 I think it's Saudi, me. Mark. Is that what people are bothering about? I think it is, yeah. Got, but see if that's where he wants to go and Celtic are getting the money they want, or even more money than they probably maybe thought they were going to get. For, who cares? Really, who who cares where they go to as long as we're getting the money back in for them? It's their choice. If we went to sell, take take Saudi Arabia that had has a deal, right? What would you expect to sell him to the Premier League anyway? Hatati? Yeah. Fifteen no, at least. No, no, no chance, Paul. I'd have been looking for for Tatai. I'd be looking at KT money. I mean, yeah. look, it's ten. Outside of this Yasser deal, Mark. Even if this Yasser deal didn't. I, I know how to with that. It's is it least twenty? Even it's like ten said earlier on. Ten grand five years ago is no ten grand today. So mm-hmm. when when did KT leave? Four two thousand nineteen was it? Four years ago. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. twenty five million for him. So four years, twenty-five million. The news, no twenty-five million then. So I'd be, I'd be looking for twenty-five million at least for Hattati if he was going to England. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I'm not saying for a minute he's the finished article, but he'll go down to England to become a finished article and get sold for seventy, eighty million in maybe two years' time. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other, any other players you think? Uh... This, this seems to be kind of doubts around uh, Kyogre at the moment there that he was on kind of 
international duty there, and he kind of humped and hawed. Did he? He did. He, he answered yeah. the thing, an answer kind of thing. Yeah, didn't it's he, a bit strange the way he uh, answered Mark's in. He's going to rest and think things over after he's rest and and see 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 where things go. But I believe Celtic and uh, Rogers are kind of going to sit down with him during the preseason and stuff like that. You know, it it's it was a strange one, Mark. Want this? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think he'll go be here, Paul, by the time the season starts. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And for, it's, and for two reasons, I think there'll be, there'll be, I think there'll be a kind of head turning offer for him as well. And I, for, I've said it before, I don't, I just don't see him as a Rogers type of player. I think if as well. A low, if he's going to be a lone striker, I just don't see Kyogo being Rogers to Rogers kind of. Taste in that department, yeah, I really I mean, don't. I think as well, Mark, that with his age, 28, he'd be going on 29, kind of join the year. This is his last shot at Premier League football that he wants as well. You know? Aye. You know, and I read something as well that I, I don't know if there's any truth in Mark or anything like that. That if a team kind of, kind of a top European team kind of came in for him, that there's a clause. In his contract for us, you know. Well, well what's the, what's the definition of ball? Uh, that's what I was oh. going to say. Yeah, that's how I do. See, when you read these kind of things, Paul, what's the definition of a top European team? I don't know. Is it, is it in, in between the top clubs, the, the leagues? You know, I think I don't think Kyog will go to uh, the Premier League, I think he'll go to the Bundesliga <laughs> because his agent is based in the Bundesliga. You know, I think he could for the right money, Paul. For the right, for the right money. Like, I mean, to be fair, like no different than JJ, no different than Giacomacus, or the way bad is at the minute. I understand that's game time. German team then paid out big money for Kyogo. Well, then then he doesn't go. Yeah. Then he doesn't go. Doesn't seem to be their structure, Mark. Does this within the German league? You know, they kind of don't kind of pay out big big money for for players. You know. I'd be, not Unless you're really born Munich or Brucey Dyckman, really. I'd be, I mean, let's, right, we're talking about. What would you take? What's acceptable for Kyogo? Yoda, shut up. Mark, he's, the, he's our first striker, Mark, since um, since Chris Commons, Mark, the his over 30 goals. You know? I'd, no, I'm talking about money wise. How much yeah. what kind of value would you put in Kyogo? At 20 million? 20 German, German teams pay. They won't. They won't. They won't pay. They won't pay it. I know that. They won't pay it. But again, I'm judging it on. I'm judging it on. One of the most fifteen million in all Burke. But it is, yeah. But that doesn't say much. Like. <laughs> but again, but that's what I'm saying as well, right? It's a case of see if, see if uh, Kyogo been in. Um, agents got a talk. Blah blah blah. With so and so, it's the same thing. It's like. Going to England, we want 25 million. Oh, it's a team here in Germany. You're not going to get that. I will take 15, 18. And see if that's what happens. We'll be raging about it. But that's just the way it is. The way it is. What I said earlier on, don't bother about transfer fees and that kind of when it comes to it. It's just a figure to help balance books and get stuck ready players that don't want to be there and stuff like that. I mean, if, if, if Kyogo went to German, a German team for 15 million pounds, We'd be, we'd be raging. But 
maybe that's just what they go and wait as for a player like him in Germany, unless as you said, Paul, it's Bayern Munich or Dortmund. Yeah. Whereas you get down to England and they're spending 20 million on absolute garbage. So you want no, we want twenty million. Yeah, yeah. We want twenty million minimum for even Afi Bournemouth or fucking any other wee mid table team, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I don't see him going to Spurs really, like do you? I really no. don't. I, I can't see Ange coming in for him. You know, I really don't. You know, and as you said there, Mark, like I see all more suited to Roger. I said that the other week, and I've said it to the three years, the, the three yeah. years. Yeah. I even, even said it to myself a few times, but I even said it to you. I've said it to Mikey. I think I'm really expecting big things for you under Rogers. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm the same. Yeah, with all continue, big, continue, massive, strong player. Sure. Just continue there for two seconds there. Oh, no bother. I just think, oh, I, that for me, that's a Brendan Rogers type of striker, a big, strong guy. And I think he, I think, I honestly think that Osmere suited there. I've not seen much of Leicester. I'm going back to his time at Celtic. He's much more suited to a Brendan Rodgers Celtic team from what I've seen. Oh yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you there, Mark. He 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 does like a bit more the the physical style, you know, like a the belly mold style striker up front. Even with even you know, so he he could be he could be more much more suited to to uh to Rodgers style of football than than Kyogre, but. Look, I mean, if, if if any player doesn't want to be there, or was it a Hitati and he was linked to the Middle East, or Kyogre and he was linked to somewhere else, if they don't well, want to be there, and you get good money, January, and we want him, you know. Uh, but he didn't he, he didn't fancy Brighton? Didn't he fancy moving to Brighton? But I'm yeah. not used to it. So I don't care. See, honestly, I don't. No matter who wants to go, see if they want to go, they can go. Because see, when you look at the recruitment over the last two years, not right. We've listened to Rogers when he came in, and he's basically he's basically telling around about sort of way things are totally different. The way things are run, we know we know that ourselves. We're no stupid. We saw underhand that the, the football department was taking priority, and there wasn't many wrong decisions getting made with anybody in that. So see, no matter who, see if they don't want to be part of the new Celtic under Rogers, let them go. As long as we get top dollar for them, let them yeah. go. And I'm totally, know totally, co- totally confident between Rogers. And baby Lil that will be replaced them with probably maybe even better players. I've need I honestly I've, I've need no qualms whatsoever who wants to leave. Do you know who's ex Mark has gone kind of maybe it's something that's been talked about behind the scenes, but we've heard nothing about a bad eye lately leaving the club. Like I thought he'd be one of the first names out the door. But a bad eye wanted to leave probably Paul because he wasn't getting much game time. Game maybe time, yeah, right, that's right, maybe, see, it's that's a clean I, would, yeah, I, I mean, look, I've said this for kind, kind of hard joking. Uh, how do we know that James McCarthy's not going to get a look in under Rodgers? Yeah. As a squad, why, why not? If James McCarthy can prove his fitness to Rodgers, why can he not take on the Arden Moyer on the squad? He's there anyway. He's only getting paid. I mean, he's, he's in a kind of pay-for-play deal. He's not on serious money. If he plays, he gets paid mega, no mega money, but good money. And if he doesn't play, he just gets taken your wages. It's a clean slate for everybody. So if Rogers has said yeah. to Abada, no, I, I want you playing. You see this this new boy, he's your understudy for next season. You know, you're your number one winger on the right <laughs> wing. 
in Australia, you're, you're understudied, you're mama. How, we don't know. And even more I, so now that your man's gone. I think a bad will, will strive under Rogers, Mark, because Rogers likes his wingers to get forward. Aye. You know? And I, and I, remember we saw it, remember? Well, just by the way, we were talking about players leaving, mind we were talking about Starfield. And yeah, you said, oh, you know, we got, aye, away. Sent, you know, they, they said I want to pronounce this. It's Yahinta Galarada El Dalucci. Is that a rash you have, is it? Huh? Is that the name of the rash you have? Put some cream on that, Paul. Yeah. That's her name, yeah. That's her name. <laughs> a bit of canister on that. You've got a couple of days, bud. She actually, she actually left. Yeah. Aye, so but that's it. She's away. Could, and could, there's, could there's, there's a few teams doing in England that are interested in Starfield. So I, maybe he could be another one that's away. But for me, yeah. it's, I think just everybody, it, it's the way it should be when a new manager comes in. It's a clean slate. Do you know what I mean? And guys well, like James have... Forrest and Cal McGregor, they'll have dealt with players. This, this well, is here. Well, it this is what it's like under him. It's great. It came, great. Out, it, it came out anyway today that uh, Rogers wants Forrest to stay, Mark, just for some continuity within the first team to be an experienced player uh, within the team. So Forrest will be staying. But do you remember when Abada first came to, to the Celtic team, Mark, and he was bombing through the touchline, he was running players on, he was getting past players, and then it stopped. Do you remember that? It stopped. Aye, I, I, aye. That, that was, this was a tactic by Ange for the inverted fullbacks to get past him then. You know, Abada will strive under Blendon Rogers. I think really would if he stays. I really think he'd... Rogers will make him a better player than he already is. I, 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 I fully believe that. Well, you, you, know, you would surely imagine as well, Paul, the fact that John is now gone as well is another carrot for him. Because obviously it was always the case that John was on, on yeah, one wing, yeah. my, my, it was on the other one. And it was always nearly John was brought over to the right at the expense of Abada to, to make yeah. sure my they could play on the left. John is now gone. So now there's a space available. So surely if you're Abada, you're thinking, obviously if, he's, if Rogers has had a chat to him, you may go and look. As far as I'm concerned, in my head, you're you're my you're my man for the right wing. You I know, think I there was you, a falling I, out there, yeah. Mark, between Abad and Ange. You know, because of, because what you're talking about there, the game time. You know, don't know if that's a falling out, Paul, but I just think he was a wee bit like the same as Giacomakis. He just yeah. he didn't feel as if he was getting enough game time. Favorite players, man. Favorite players. I mean, I've seen it as well. It's, there's tactical substitutions like throwing on players right at the 89th minute for to kill the game off. But you can't throw in wingers and give them three minutes of a game and stuff like that and expect them to stake a claim to get a start in the next game. Yeah. And it's like Neymar, even when he did come, when he did come on, when he did play well, the next week he was dropped in that again. Mm-hmm. I did, I mean, been... I'm, not, I'm not trying to read history but I have said it before we spoke about it even with Kyogo and the Giocamaki situation exactly. and he definitely had his favourites you know what I mean it's about Neymar if they were fit or no Neymar what if they were half fit Andrew was playing them and that yeah. seemed to and that I mean that that's no good for to keep a kind of big squad when you've got so many games a season of Celtic play, you need to you need to manage the squad better than just having these players constantly playing every single week, and then you're expecting a miracle. For you. I mean, look at the St. Martin game, 
Do you know what I mean? Blow up his face when he tried to chop and change things early on game and St. Mirren and stuff like that. And I think, but Rogers is a bit guilty of the same stuff. So I'd like to think, right, Rogers has come out and said that stuff behind the scenes has changed. So I'd like to think that even he's learned that, well, Celtic's changed as well. So we, we need to integrate like youth players and but I'm, what I said earlier, but these two signings we've got, there may be no first team ready to know. We want to integrate them into the first team squad, get them some game time this season. But next season, they, we want Celtic want them part of that first team squad, Brendan, whether you do or you don't, we need to get them if they if they meet the, the targets and they're up to scratch, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I kind of media come and go between the management and the, the football department to meet in the middle ground and make sure that it's ticking your everything's the quality of the squad staying the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Welch actually is another. You're saying staff and Mike Bormack. Stephen Welch looks like he could be going out the door there. There seems to be Bologna and Verona from Italy uh, seem to be uh, kind of looking at him at the moment. To two million kind of the price market. Do you think for him? It's it's it it's 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 time to go. Even if Rogers Rogers is in no mark, like do you think that he needs to go and Celtic need to cut their ties with him as well? Uh, it's a bit of a conundrum, Paul. Because it's like, I, I mean, I I like Stephen Welsh. He's not, I don't think he's got to make a great grade at Celtic. I did think he'd a chance a few years back. I used to wind his up about going with future Celtic captain and stuff like that, but. If you want to go to this next level, though, Aye, but even at that point, if Italian teams are about to spend two or three million pounds on him, is he's no good? Something they see it, yeah, they see something. Do, uh, do you know what I mean? It's like we've just been out and spent two million pounds on two young players that we'd hope we're going to be brilliant for us in the next year or two. Whereas, so, but Italian teams are going out and want to spend two or three million on Welsh, he must have something. I'd rather Winston Kobayashi. Or Kobayashi, oh, I, 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 I would probably go with that as well, Terry, to be honest, because he doesn't look... He has no idea. He can't deal with the physicality at all. He looks like a rabbit in headlights playing. He looks brutal. At, le- at least Stephen Welch has a physical side about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. He's kind of regressed a little bit, but I, I, I think he's had a bad season with injuries as well, which hasn't helped his cause. But if he could get a good pre-season underneath him, he, he, he could be a, a, a decent a decent backup to if Starfield and Vickers are still there. Obviously, you'd still be looking to get another centre back in as well. But I, I'd rather, I'd rather him playing there than than that. Like, if that's his right pronunciation, the Japanese. But I thought he's in any of the games I've seen him. Any of the games I've seen him, he's been he's been brutal, absolutely brutal. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Uh, no harm in Dubai, but Welch can go and keep Lewis Ferguson company. Lewis Ferguson. He's supposed to be in the same line. Aye, somewhere in Coat Bridge area. JFP's ears are twitching like daft, man. I can agree with PSP as well. I think I always thought they should have signed him. Aye, definitely. Tell me, how many times did they speak about that? Speak not 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 to do with Celtic, right? But just because he was a former Celtic U player, Mark, and, and me and you kind of always spoke about. We used him as an example where we always spoke about the pathway to Celtic. Uh, Liam Morrison uh, signed uh, for Wigan uh, with Aye, Sean Norman for a, a year's loan. And that's the next step for his uh, progress in, in the Bar Munich uh, setup is to get first team football. Aye. And send them out to, you know, it's, it's, it, they, they seem to have really stuck to their plan for him, Mark, didn't they? They brought him up to the, through the ranks, got him into the Reserve League. His next step now was first team football. They've done that. Like, they did everything right by the boy, didn't they? Bar Munich. Oh, I definitely. Me do you know, it. I mean, they, 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 they spun his, him and his family seed pole with just actually the setup. The plan. Go, yeah. Aye, just everything. You know, that's, like, that's another. Again, you can't blame that boy. You can't blame the young boy for doing that. You, you know, know what I mean? But, you know, like, but no, you like. But see, what we're Mark. talking about everybody. That's the thing. We all keep going on about this. Oh, see, oh, we could give him out and loan to help him develop. Help him. There's a new, did you see, I put it up in the forum the other day about the rules that are in now in place. We see to stop teams stockpiling players, mainly like Chelsea 39 players out and loan and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Last last season it was eight, this season it's coming, it's seven, and the season after that is six. You're only allowed eight, uh, six loans, but that's in or out. You can it's no harm, Mark. Yeah, it's like, and but it can be unless they're under twenty-one or they're like a homegrown player or something. But it's going to cut down in all these clubs like stockpiling players and just keep them out and loan to see what they're going to do and see how much money they're going to eventually get out of them and stuff like that. But what what it does as well, Mark, like it's it stops all these English Premier League teams buying up the biggest young players that's in the game, you know. And stockpiling, you know, like that's all they're doing, and that's all it's, it's what Man City have done, Mark. Like you've always said, it bought Munich are doing it over in Germany for years, they're buying all the young, talented German players, and now they've they've come into the they, they, they've come into to Europe now and start doing, but like you'd be mad. A young player, Mark, going to these top teams, you're, you're never going to make the grade there unless you're a phenomenal player. You know, the only player I think that came through Man City for years is Phil Forden. You know, and uh, he's not Paul, even that, you know. But see, the thing about it, A, the players, these young players are getting well paid for it. And exactly. Paul, but even more important, it's like, People moan about the Celtic Academy and we don't produce enough players for our own squad. Totally agree with that. But how many players have learned their grounding at Celtic of an owning a decent career in football? 
fibbing no hurry, mate. Uh, do you know what I mean? The problem, the problem that's the is thing about that. But Mark, the problem with Celtic, Mark, is we're clearly producing these players if the likes of Morrison went to Bayern Munich. But our problem is, Mark, we don't know how to integrate them into the first team. No, that's, that's Celtic's problem, and it has been Celtic's no, problem for no years. Cel- that's no Celtic, Paul. That's a Scottish football problem again. Yeah. Years and years. Do you know, a Celtic, there's a there's a kind of gulf between. I don't know whether it's because there's no reserve league or no, but even before that, it was even worse. But it was a case, there's no, I don't know, how do I put it? There's no middle, there's no middle ground. Well, like, look look at this fella here from Man City. We're looking at Carlos, the, 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 the young, the Portuguese on the 19s. He's, an, he's, he's a Portuguese on the 21s uh, international, right? He's playing in the Resolve League in England, Mark, right? And he's he's catching the attention of Celtic. Clearly, there's benefits to having Resolve League in Scotland. Oh, if, definitely. If, 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 we're, if we're looking at players in the English Resolve League, Mark, for, for young talent, who's good enough to come up and play for Celtic? First team. You know, like, I know we you kind of get sick of talking to it, like, but in, in a way, you have to kind of and I, and I hate to fucking to say it, so I agree with it. Rangers are right, what they're saying, Mark, is like it's ridiculous. Celtic now having a fucking second tier team, second tier league for, for players, you know. Oh, a million percent. We've spoken about it. Bit, yeah, that's that abyss, Paul. Scotland struggled for years to get players to make that step up for the kinder, but I, I still caught the under 21s. Court reserves, whatever. I mean, I can mean like your Scotland youth team being in the World Cup final, yeah, against Saudi Arabia, yeah. Right? No, the only who was it? I think the only one that ever became. Oh, I think I was Paul you look at the Scottish national team now, Mark Rice, and and they're doing brilliant. Like they're getting sitting at the top table, uh, on twelve points, four wins out of four wins in a really really tough group, right? After these crop of players finish. Where's the next generation of Scottish players coming in that you're looking at the SBL, you're looking at down in Scotland, down in the Premier League now? There's none there. You know, so this is the generation to enjoy for Scottish football, I think. You know? I guess it's like a golden generation. Yeah, yeah. Aye. But it's across the board, Mark, I don't see nothing coming up terms, and I do you? I don't see no, it. Like. I, I, I don't, Paul, but like, I've not been funny. If you look at the two top teams in, in Scotland, how many Scottish players in, are in either side? Very few. How many, if you go yeah. to the top teams, if you go to the top teams in England, how many English players in the top three or four sides? I not very many, not very many. No. So there, there, there's, there's, there's a reason. Like you look at when you looked at the Liverpool team or the Man City team or the Chelsea team or you know, even United now they, they don't have many. There aren't many like. If you want to call it English, Scottish, Irish players playing for those clubs, very no. few. You, they're more getting them from an Everton or you know, obviously there's a few with Spurs and others. But it's no, no, no top flight. And in Scotland, like years ago, there's there would always been probably four or five in each side that were Scottish boys, in both Celtic and Rangers, or certainly Irish, Irish or English or Scottish would have been playing in either Celtic or Rangers. Now you're lucky if you've got one or two in either side. That has to have that has to have an effect. Ireland is a prime example, Paul. 
Early, the, early team, the early team years ago used to be premiership players, if you call it now. And, and you know, all players that were playing at top, top level. Like, Ireland are, are, there's guys could be starting for Ireland that are subs and championship teams. Yeah. League, or even League 1, League 2, going down that far. Do you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, you know, the, 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 if you want to call it the Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales kind of thing, like, they're, they're, you'd want to, you need to be an absolutely unbelievable player. To be playing at some of the top levels in those in some of those sides, and as I said, in Scotland was always there was always a clot of Irish English or Scottish fellas playing with Celtic, and the same at Rangers. Now you go through both sides. There are who is it? Callum McGregor. Who's that? I don't know if there's I don't know if there's even a Scottish fella playing with Rangers. You know, Jack. Well, he doesn't kind of get in the starting kind of lineup anymore. No, he might he might he might come in and out. You could maybe uh, Ralston now and again, but. I mean, you you go through the teams of Greg of, of number, yeah, Greg Taylor. Sorry, yeah, Greg Taylor. Yeah, but you go through teams. I love you, mean I. You know, you go through before, like it. It is, but that's what it, that's what. But that's what I'm saying about when you're saying about it, the academies and all these things, like like next to no one is as you rightly said, Paul will come through the the Man City one. Next to no one will come through the Chelsea one. Very few come through Celtic. You know, it's. I mean, it's it's next to impossible for a young guy to come through into the into the big team because they don't they don't get a chance. If they have one or two bad games, like Mark said before, they're out of the side. And that's it. They're gone. They're no good. But the uh-huh. difference here is Chelsea, Chelsea, or Man City, and they're still going to see. There, there's this, uh, the boy we're talking about for Man City, Paul. Oh, I, I mean, they're a, a Man City reserve, and we're talking about spending eleven million pounds on somebody like that. Yeah. So. What's- Madly. You know I mean, so I no, it's crazy, but that's what I mean. These players, although they're stockpiling them and they're not getting maybe first team football and stuff like that, they're getting a, one of the best groundings in the game. And because they're coming for these kind of clubs, other clubs know that they're getting players right. Best of training. I mean, they've, no, they've not hurt the heights, but they've yeah, been like, everything. But see, before, just see me, hold on, Paul. See, before we go finish about that, but see what you're saying about Bayern Munich. Did you see what that Simon Jordan said the other day about no. Harry Kane going to Bayern Munich? But no. that, is it Simon Simon Jordan? Yeah, that that's Simon, Yeah, the former Crystal Palace player. He was on about why would he go to Bayern Munich? We're, we're leaving leaving England to go to as if Bayern Munich some wee daddy club. Pure absolute pig ignorant. But it's nobody. Oh, I couldn't honestly. But see, that's all. You, well, he's always been like that, Mark. Like he's always been. He's kind of like a shock jockey. But that's see, like. See if you don't know Bayern Munich is one of the, big, the biggest clubs in the world, one of the richest clubs in the world. You shouldn't have been on talking to anybody about football. You shouldn't even phone your pal to talk about football. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's he even said the same about. He even said the same about Rogers going back to Celtic, Mark. Why would Rogers go back there? He could have waited till. September, October to get a proper job again in the English Premier League. Why would he go back to the Snidey Grim Reaper rat waiting for somebody getting a sack to take their job off them? Yeah, you know, but that's based that's that, that's based what he said about Rogers Rogers clearly I, I, I feel Rogers had a point to prove at Celtic Mark within within Europe. Do you know what I mean? He knew Domestically, Mark, he knew Celtic are strong. Domestically, were were too strong domestically. But do you think he, Rogers knew he, is... he failed at Europe at Celtic? Mark Rogers did, and he wanted to have another crack at Europe at Celtic. You know, and 
He failed, aye, he failed, at, he failed at European level, Paul. And did he maybe think to himself that it wasn't all his fault? Yeah, I think so, Mark. I, I, I mean, I've, really said did, this, I've said this to you before. Is, Rod, is Rogers back here to prove a point? He's okay, back here to prove a point. How look? I'm not get. I'm just kidding on. I'm talking like Rogers kind of thing. I'm mm. not back here to cause grudges, talk about anybody, bad mouth anybody. I'm back here to show what I could have done if I'd been back to the time. Yeah. I'm here back like, here to Mark, prove, prove a you point. You want, you want to yeah. and you're getting the lad. Was it, was it, was it Trojan or Tulin we got that time or something like that? I mean, he never got the players he wanted. Like. You know, no, got, I mean, like Scott, see the beginning, like Scott Sinclair, for me, that was a Brendan Rodgers signing. The first season we got, we backed Rodgers, Mark. Uh, I was just, I mean, I was watching a video the other day and it was, I don't know what year it was, but, but like, see when you saw it, it was a, like a league celebration, but see when you seen the players in the park, you, you're, I'm actually amazed that we actually won treble, trebles, do you know what I mean, when you break down some of the actual players we had. But the difference now, Mark, is... But he's coming into a team, Paul, that's just... Let's face it, see this Celtic team now, it's one of the best strongest exactly. teams Scottish, Scottish not, football's ever seen. Not not just the team as well, Mark, it's the infrastructure. Now that's at Celtic since Peace and Law left. We have a proper right. scouting department there. Do you know what I mean? And, we, and we, Rogers we fixed up facilities in, in, in it, Mark. We put in the state-of-the-art right. training team that he wanted. It, it was Rogers who wanted this back, didn't he, Mark? We should have had this training system that we talked about in the podcast last season, Mark, when Ange came in. He was put in in January, weren't this? Rogers wanted that four years ago. You know what I mean? This is what proper Champions League think, teams had, Mark. Aye, but I think, it, Paul, honestly, I think he hinted at that in his press conference. He did, yeah. That the see? infrastructure is there aye, now when we didn't have it four years ago. Aye, you know, I think he hinted at it, that it's a totally different ball game now, and this is that this is a Celtic he, he signed up for seven years. Yeah, you know I mean? Before, uh, this is what he wanted. The potential is there like, now to do what he wanted today, but well, we're well, getting to the times now, Mark, that Rogers wanted. For, do you know what I mean? That these 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 top European teams have already in place. You know what I mean? And the money's there now. Not like we're we're all about bringing in players and, and, and bringing in this, but it, it's it's not just about bringing in players, it's bringing in the proper infrastructure, Mark, that I think Rogers will build on what Ange brought in. You know? Rogers would have lot more and less than Yeah. I think I will prove it. Because, I mean, yeah. Ange, Ange, I mean, I'm not going to start bad mouth him and try to read history, man. The guy was a brilliant manager for us. He, he did transform the club in ways we could we couldn't even probably have dreamt it at the time when he came in. Exactly. But let's face it, he was no he's no an elite manager. Do you get what I mean? He's no he's no proving himself at the top level for well, Rogers elite. Rogers, 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 uh, that's what I uh, he has. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's man he managed Liverpool, right? And then right, you went about Pete Tong at the end. Right? He managed Leicester and he done consistently with Leicester have done Occasionally, well, but he made it a kind of consistent. What was it? Top five, two year in a yeah. row. One, do you know what I mean? Done well. I mean, fair dues. They won the league a few years back, but Rogers done really well for them. And he, he is a, a different level of manager. He's used to Premier League standards, top level standards. 
in all departments, whether it's the training facilities, whether it's the physios and the sports science and stuff like that. He's used to that kind of elite level that teams like the Premier League and that provide. And that's what I think is going to happen at Celtic. I think he can take Celtic even at another level for Ange. Mm-hmm. I think I think as well, Paul, a big factor as well is sorry, is that you're allowing the professional people who know what they're doing to do their job properly. You're allowing if you're the sports strength and conditioning guy. He's a strength and conditioning guy. I know what he has to do. He's a he's the analyst guy. Michael Nichols is the CEO. He's the finance guy. Not like before where you seem to have one individual who wanted to do everyone's job. It's now a case that it seems to be your job is that, your job is that, your job is that, your job is that. I expect you to do that, I expect you to do that, I expect you to do that, and I expect you to do that, with no interference. With zero interference. And I think that has to be, that has to been a huge change around when the Spurs manager came in, and obviously Michael Nichols as well came came to the helm, that there, there did appear to be a, a completely good, different structure put into place, and people knew, people knew what their roles were, and they went and done them. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I thought, my... uh, sorry Mark one. well just to talking about Nicholson there did you know think that during the press conference with Rogers that you could, Nicholson doesn't want to sit in front of cameras didn't he no and that's why I think that, that's why Peter Lowe was in there do you know what I mean yeah. Peter Lowe he likes in front of the camera and he can control do you know I don't think there was any kind of undermining or any even well maybe even a wee bit of PR that him and Rogers were um, sitting next to each other but I think Law was there just to kind of take the take, take spotlight away from Nicholson I don't think that I, I mean I, I, know I, 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 I think that's the first time I've heard him speak I don't know that's what it was it was a squeaky Scottish voice so I, I didn't expect his voice to be like that to be honest to you you know, I didn't. Uh, I thought I thought uh, Peter Lawl as well. Mark looked a bit nervous in that uh, press conference. You know, I, I really did. I I thought it was. Uh, Is that no his first time in front of cameras as well? Freaking back. Yeah, it was. You know what I mean? And I don't think he wanted to be there himself, Mark. But I think what you t- said there, Mark, it was all PR. That there's no aye. rift between the likes of PR, Brendan. I thought, Mark, the whole club handed all that situation well. Aye. You know what I mean? What did people expect from from Brendan when they asked him the question about leaving? Was he going to say, oh, I, I sorry, I would expect him to jump up or rip his shut off Superman still with a sackcloth and ashes and when he hangs out the Da Vinci code the guy digs into his leg to fucking torture himself for his past crimes you know what I'm talking about exactly <laughs> you know what I mean like do I regret it of course he doesn't regret it Mark you know what I mean you know football is football like do you know what I mean so you know so, if he's here for two oh. years I'm going to be happy Mark if he's dead for the two years do you know what I mean we can see then after that I don't think Rogers will do the same thing he did this time. No, you know, I really don't. No, I don't. No, I don't think he will. And again, Paul, as you maybe realised as well, I mean, let's face it, the guy is a multi-complete millionaire now. I was looking up stuff. Definitely. He owns something like 106 properties around about England and stuff like that and all these properties here in Spain, sir. So 
Yeah, she all the club uh, lives in his house, Mark. I mean, what age is he? Forty-two or something like that, Rogers. Yeah. He's not old. I mean, I'd honestly think that Rogers is will look at this. It's an opportunity to make up for Terence Senior. He doesn't regret leaving. He regrets it. The hurt he caused people because it's it personal. Yeah. Not even that. His family and stuff like that. I mean, it's it kind of touched on that. His family gave him a lot of grief for it. Kind of thing. I would probably. Do you know what I mean? Half series, but it still kind of gets a, an arrow in, in it when people say stuff. And I think you'll look at that and say, well, I could be here for three years. I've said I'll be here for three years. As long as Celtic want, I mean, Anne said that as long as you want me, but I'm not going to jump at just the, the next public team that flashes a knickers at us. I'm not going to leave here to go back to like a fucking Bournemouth or do you know I what I mean? Think I think so, Mark. No, I think it would I think it would need to be a really, really top job for him to actually decide that he wanted to, to jump mm. ship at Celtic. For I'm honestly for the next three to five years I'd say. I expect Rogers to be here for between three to five years, to be honest. But there's also there's also huge emphasis on, on Celtic to ensure that he stays there. That he ensures that he's given what he's promised. See that's this. And, and and I think that's the only I think that's the only time that I can see if there's a breakdown in in, in the plan mark that they've planned to take that he planned to take Celtic and they gave the guarantees and I think that's the only way there'll be a breakdown. Like we mm. did, we haven't seen that with Ange. Ange has got the back in that. Ange has got things what he wanted be on players or infrastructure, and I expect Celtic to do the same with Rogers now, Mark as well. You know. But who no. who's saying you know who do you think saying you know for the changes on the infrastructure? Uh, it's 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 Mackay, I think, isn't this? The McCar- is it Mackay? Was, was no, it no, I'm not talking about the money side things. I'm talking about like, your football side of things. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's Mark Lord. I uh, see. I think that. Mm-hmm. You see, Mark, I said it to you, Mark, and I said it here last week. I don't think Mark Lord is Chiefs ghost. I actually think he's. Unofficial director, an unofficial director of football kind of thing. You know, because these changes, I've not got a problem with that. And I don't think Mark it was all done to Ange either. I think Mark, it's it's a lot of it has come, a lot of these changes outside the first team, Mark and stuff have come in since Mark Lawrence came in. All these changes, training and facilities and stuff like that, you know. But your Mark, Mark or Paul, one of them's come from with the greatest Yokohama, and the other one's come from Man City. You know, exactly. so one of, if you look at the, if you look at Man City set up now, what they have done in there, when you see clips of it in bits and pieces, it's 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 stunning. So it's it's no coincidence that it was. If it is the likes of Mark Law, well, that's basically yeah. you know directing directing sending that from that direction. It's what I said in the last po- podcast. Mark was. Terence said it was Nicholson, but I said it was it was Mark Lord. He was the best signing we've we've done. You know, really was. You know, really was. Uh, moving moving on uh, with, with Rogers as we talk to uh, Celtic squad will be part of the preseason tomorrow uh, at Lennox Town. Uh, it'll be the first time the players have have met uh, new Celtic manager Blendon Rogers. They will they will uh, be put through their paces and uh, get used to. Brendan Rodgers' methods uh, of playing football. Uh, it'll be a chance for Rodgers to sit down with players, tell them his plans, the players will tell them their plans. As you said, Mark, it's a clean slate for everyone. But I'm not expecting 
too many changes, Mark, to the way we play because there is some similarities between Rodgers, I think. And what I've heard as well, uh, reading about Rodgers, Mark, he actually wanted, last season, he wanted to play inverted full-backs at Leicester last season, but injuries prevented him from doing that last season. He tried it and his two full-backs got injured in trying it and he couldn't implement this in, into Leicester. So Rogers is aware of this inverted full-backs. I think we could actually still keep the inverted full-backs, Mark, next season if Rogers was trying at Leicester. <laughs> Anyone there? I'm here. I, yeah, no, so I just um, yeah, maybe maybe he could, Paul. But um, if he does, great. But to me, for me, once they keep once they keep the the intensity and the level and the speed up that they have, what they had when they were at their maximum, that's what I definitely want to see. If they if they keep the inverted fullbacks, then yeah, fair enough. But definitely the 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 defending from the front, the chasing down, the harassing. Just the fitness levels through the roof and high high tempo, high and quick quick accurate passing. That would be for me what I'd want. And if they do the inverted fullbacks, yeah, no problem. But definitely want to keep the same level of intensity that they had when at their at their peak. That's what I'd want Celtic to definitely keep going with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Didn't it catch you you're talking about Paul to go chase that daft dog again? No, I was just saying. But see, we were I'm talking just... about like that, right? Taking back to like playing with this fullback role. Do you think? I mean, this might sound a bit crazy, but do you think maybe Rogers has seen you and thought he didn't work hard enough, and that's why you sanctioned the kind of scene. Yeah, well, but we we know from Rogers, right? Get back to Sinclair. Sinclair yes. runs. Yeah. Like, do you know what I that's, mean? See, that's what, that, that's one that? thing, right? That's the one thing. Rogers liked Mark. He liked players tracking back, right? Track back and help out because Rogers liked his full backs at the time, Mark, to go forward. And then you, you, your ringers would track back as well with, with that, you know? And you're, and you're, and really you're right, Mark. Overlapping, really. wanted the two of them kind of switch positions during the game. Yeah. Confused, aye. Yeah. You know, but. What I was saying to Terence there, Mark, about Rogers at the start of last season, he was trying out inverted fullbacks. He was trying to bring that into his Leicester team and actually injuries prevented him from doing it. So Roger, Rogers is aware of this new inverted fullbacks. You know, so I, could, could you actually see him seeing the Celtic already know how he's playing that, where he might play a slightly different to Angie might play the exact same way as Angie. Could you think maybe he could still keep the inverted fullbacks at Celtic? Well, I don't know. Really do we know we don't really know how he's going to play the plan. We don't, team, Mark, but... because what I said to you, Mark, Rogers a mix and match. Yeah, because he changed his his formation a lot at Leicester. And that's one thing I've seen from Rogers, Mark. Something we didn't see when at his time with Celtic was he, he's adapted to different formations. Oh, the, the style of play stays the same, attacking football, possession-based football, but he changes the form. Like, like we, we, we've always said that on the Ange, 
he could change the formation, but the system stays the same. You know, but uh, Rogers seems to have done that. You know, uh, also Celtic will be going to Japan. We're going to have a European training uh, camp as well. I suppose is the hype still with Japan, Marks that Andrew's gone. It was all kind of yeah. his homecoming with Japan players. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of dead rubber, isn't it? You know, it really we'll, is. we'll make money out of it, but I mean, really, it's, but I, I mean, really, it does. There's only point in any of these kind of tools, Paul, to make money. Yeah. I don't even think I see any. See all this part about for the training camp. I don't believe all that garbage. This is all, all the tours, and that's just to make money. Tra- training training back, camps yeah. is getting a wee dragged. We even dragged to Portugal when it's scorching and stuff like that. I mean, not where are we going anymore. actually this year? We're going. Because I was looking at this, and it didn't say where we were going, really. They're going to a training camp before they go to Japan. Uh, I think that's it. in Portugal. In Portugal, Mark, is it? Aye, but again, it's just money, Paul. The game's meaningless. Oh, yeah, um, Mark, this is revenue for Celtic, sell aye, jerseys. Aye, and... aye, but aye, that, that is the only thing, the only kind of point of these games. I mean, the, mm-hmm. Celtic were getting heavy. They'll be getting... Well, I'd like to think they're getting serious money because Wolves pulled it because the sponsors were not paying up the... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What, what's going to happen with the one in South Korea? They still kind of haven't got someone there. You know? See if there are any questions about money or that. The best thing Celtic could do is just pollute it. Do you know what, Mac? I would put out and just get a team. Maybe have a pre-season in, in Celtic Park. Get a team from down south to come up to Celtic Park and play, you know. Uh, but it just this much good, wouldn't it? Really, you know. I I would mark because I mean all this travelling around as well, like you know what I mean, and, and stuff like I before Celtic to be Portugal and just do the tour to Japan, come home and just have a, or, or even have no match, just have more more training under Rogers, you know. Just forget about going to Japan. You know, I don't think they could now, though, could they? Might be too late, though, like, isn't it, to be fair? Uh, Japan. Even, it, it, but that's really, it's a bit, in terms of Anja, it's just kind of took a kind of point yeah. there. Yeah, it's kind of a bit, little bit, it's more, a little bit more meaningless that he's not obviously in charge. That was kind of half the reason. It was nearly like going to Australia. It was kind of like a, a second homecoming, so to speak. I suppose the only reason they'll keep going with it, obviously, is one. Obviously, it's it's probably on. Yeah, yeah, and obviously you've got a a reasonable quantity of of, of you know Japanese players in the squad. So you put your Kyogos and Hatatas and Maedas and so forth. They can still go on that basis, but it would have looked would have looked really strange if if two, if two or three of them had gone as well. You'd be kind of going, this is really pointless. But I just think I think it's probably too late to. To look to change it, I agree with you about the South Korea one. If it's if there's any doubt about that, I don't think it's going to make a massive difference if they if they withdraw from that. To be perfectly honest, and do exactly like what Paul was saying there, you know, have the training at home and and go to the Algarve or somewhere like that and have have pre season friendlies at home against whoever whoever it may be. You know what I mean? Teams from down south. Could there be no <laughs> shot of a team that would come up to the Celtic Park, Terence, to play a friendly no. pre season friendly against Celtic? You know. That's what oh yeah, was. no, hundred percent like that. And the, as I said, the South Korean one is obviously more. That's more 
money spinner than actually worrying about playing a game, you know. But it may, it may be the case. We should put that in Angie's termination deal. Pre-season friendly Celtic Park. He can piss off. No, Celtic against Spurs. No, he can piss off. <laughs> He's still feeling sad, terms I. I say, Mac, they'd be uproar by they really would by Jesus Christ by they'd be they'd be the fucking Green Brigade would have a ban up for Rogers fucking saying about him and then they'll have another one then about fucking Ange then at half time. You know? <laughs> What they will, but we'll have no budget then for flag day. Then that's what we want. <laughs> fuck, uh, you know, you know, like, are you expecting? I don't know how to put this now. Like, like the players coming back in out the pre season, like they were expecting to come back into Ange or, or things like that. Uh, and like, there's been very little sight. Like, there's oh, been the players, very little sight. There's a the more See the players that are due in the mo- due back the more the players that put was it the ones that were near Wayne. They're joining up in they're joining up in the Portuguese camp, Mark. That's what they are. But yeah. These players that are turning up the more up all they'll know everything that's expected them. See if you get we're talking mm-hmm. Carl McGregor, James Forrest, Ralston. They, these guys will tell them, look, this is like it's even I might be even be stupid stuff like here if you're a minute late, I'll get off his nut with you. Do you know what? It could be stuff like that, just but the players that are coming in, they'll know exactly what to expect for Brendan Rodgers is like a man. Because yeah. there's players here that have worked under him, they know what to expect. So they'll, they'll, well, there'll be a lot of petty stuff, do you know what I mean? Stuff like, as I said, oh, you don't just don't be a minute late at all. It'll just go ballistic with you. Stuff like that. Don't don't be eating McDonald's because you can tell we are sports science you'll be needing a lot of shit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But McGregor and James Forrest, Ralston, guys that have been here for the other years, they'll all be in big group chats and let other guys know what to expect for this. I wouldn't I wouldn't even be surprised. I know he won't train, but I wouldn't even be surprised if the likes of McGregor was at it like a Linux town, not on camera, but and actually there because obviously been no. the captain, been there for the first day, like not no. not trade, but just there for half an hour before the, when the players are arriving, basically having a chat and then hit the way. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he was there because of been Rogers' first day. No, you I, know, I, 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 I expect McGregor to be there terms. Yeah, I do too. Reason, I think McGregor just the type uh, of player he Mark, yeah. Aye, well, he doesn't, need, he doesn't need to be running about daft. Do you know what I mean? He just needs to be there. Kinda. He might even train like he might just want to be there just because it's uh, the first day and it's a new manager and just it'd be different uh, if it was the Spurs manager he it'd be different he'd still be on holidays but if it's because it's Rogers he might say oh, look I need to be here it's kind of the the, the link between the the players but and things, him take things that the Rogers said in his interview there as well like that freaking he met McGray over in Mallorca as well you know that he spoke to Callum McGregor about coming back and stuff like that so clearly the players are kind of behind. Like I, I, I won't see why they be would behind Rogers coming in like Mark. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know what I tried to say like is with with kind of pre season already starting Mark. And we don't have kind of a lot of new signings in it like like that. Like, are are we kind of how would I put this? Like, not really kind of prepared for the season yet or something like that. You know. No. And the new manager coming in and stuff like that. Like pre-season is crucial for any player, you know. 
No, I know they'd be kind of re- reported the pre-season with their own clubs as well and stuff like that before we sign them, like you know. Right, well, a lot of the, like the contract stuff and like fees and even money players are due and stuff like that. That all comes into place between the, like the end of June, the beginning of July. So a lot of my players are available and they were maybe you no know, five days ago. And but when it comes down to Celtic stuff, like it's just. It's just, I, I, I think McGregor will be there the more for pre Yeah, definitely. For yeah. reason that he's a club captain and he's probably not getting any better today. And yeah. it's not as if these players are coming in doing training and stuff like that, Paul. It's just like merely they kind of beat testing, checking fitness levels and a wee bit of a runabout and a kickabout. So it's not like hard, hard going. But I, I see her the next week or so now that all this stuff, like where players are, even their intentions and stuff. I mean, I'd like to think even. Like he likes a Rogers and even Cal McGregor. I've said to you, all the players, look, what's what's happening? Are you have you got a move in the pipeline? Are you going to be here? At least let us know so we can kind of plan what we're going to be doing. Which is just kind of common courtesy with a new manager coming in. Even. Exactly. But yeah. I'm looking at it early next week. The squad will start taking shape. I'm mean, I'm honestly expecting a scene to be announced this week. I did a for the simple. I well, why no, Paul? Yeah, but the we, really we need we really need to guess about a positive PR about some yeah. people like grab back and see mm-hmm. the players going. We've just went out and bought a new. I know. I mean, it's a same. I've already seen two players, but something needs about, to be first team. Needs to be first uh, team starter. Something to grab their attention. Brendan Rodgers, his first first day back in the, tomorrow morning, and oh look, they're in brand new shiny signing for Brendan Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Both from. Yeah, but if you look how strong the squad is, Paul, like if you, I understand where you're coming from, but if you look, if you looked at the squad and you said, you had the team, a team, your team, the normal team that started of Hart, Taylor, Starfield, Vickers, Johnson, McGregor, Hattati, O'Reilly, uh, Abada, Maeda, Kyogo. Do you know what I mean? You, if you had to, if you had to start, if you had to, if you had to have a match. Two weeks' time, and they were in that. You'd, you'd be quite content if that was your starting, your starting team. No question. And if Celtic can get one or two really bits of quality in, and on top of on top of that, you that know what I mean. The, the terms. That team yeah. you've just named would probably win the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and that's and that's 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 still leaving out the likes of O oh, is still there, and or Awata's there, still there, Ralston's still there. You know, there's, there's and they, that's just you know without and you've got the two new boys in already, you know as well there. So, I mean, it's a very very strong squad. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Paul, but of previous previous transfer windows, you'd be kind of looking on, oh God, you need to get a few in. I'd say what happens, Paul, is too many people are looking, in the sense with from the Celtic point of view, of what's happening across the city. But they're yeah. in the situation. They're in the situation that Celtic are in. Exactly. 12 or 12 or 12 or 24 months ago, before the before the Spurs manager came in. Three chances. Huh? Yeah, but you know what I mean? So everyone is looking at that going, oh, they've, they've signed five or six or seven players. Celtic don't need to do that. Celtic don't need to do that. The, the squad is very, very strong. The players in it, once, once the players that are there, as Marcus rightly said, if players want to go, grand, fair enough, go. And get when Celtic get the right fees for them, no issue. Players want to stay and play with Celtic, the majority will still be there. And I said you add a little bit more quality again, 
and your the, the squad the squad in my my in my opinion is laughing. It's a very very strong squad. It's the strong it's the strongest squad is I've seen in Celtic in a long long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're it's a new manager coming in terms. Yeah, they normally come. They normally come into. Uh, come even, to things have gone pear shaped. Uh, and even Rogers touched on that. He says most of the time you get into a club and things only going the way the, the owners or whatever want them to be gone. So that's how you end up in here. But he's went a club which just came off a treble. Yeah. As I've said earlier, honestly, this for me, this Celtic Celtic squad they know is up there for the strength. Getting back to even Mark O'Neill times. And, and I mean, Stratton Strat- 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 had good teams in that, and well, yeah. you know how I felt about Ronnie and stuff like that. But the actual squad, the strength in squad in that that we've got, you know, is absolutely just different gravy compared to anything else that Scotland has got to offer. Could you could you imagine could you imagine for argument's sake Rogers got the the the, young, the Swiss lad and he got the, the the lad you named a while ago, Mark, the, the CDM fella, the fellow who played with Leicester. Indeed. They- yeah, imagine he got him and the Swiss lad, and that's and that's basic. And then you had the other two lads, and maybe someone else in. You'd be you'd be absolutely laughing, like, because because the key is for me is what when they're bringing in stuff, especially if they're bringing in guys, they need to be they need to be going. Okay, can he? If I'm bringing in a centre back, is he better than what I have? Yeah, he is. I'm bringing in centre forward, is he better than what I have? Yeah, he is. That's I think Celtic because the squad is so strong. I just don't want them to bring in another guy that's going to be a potential backup, backup, backup. I'd rather them. I'd rather them go. I'm going to bring. We need. A, we need a really good CDM. This is the guy. He's going to cost us twelve or thirteen million. Blah blah. I get him or whatever. I'd rather them get the one or two or three fellas that you know that I can go straight in the first team, and they're going to make a huge difference because the squad. The squad is so strong at the minute. That's what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that, Terns. I mean, the squad we've got the new fair days, we maybe lose a cup game or that next season. But I, honestly, even losing Yota, I'm st- I'm still confident the squad we have got the new would win us the league next year without even improving on it. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd be in the same boat. Fair days, they more eyebrows are strengthening, but that, I mean they're not really strengthening. They're shot my boot in the basement. Do you know what game it might be of Mark? They remind me of Rangers. No, we remind me of Celtic uh, on on the piece of signing, looking at the transfer market, free transfers, signing the second, third player on their list that they couldn't get the first team player. That's what they remind me of Celtic a couple of years back. You know, that's what. Well, the thing about it is, Paul. See, when Peter Law was doing that, we could afford the first choice, and he just exactly. Choice, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, whereas they can't, they can't get that first do. choice. Yeah, you know, that's what we can't. Like you know, I'm but saying. Dang it, Paul. We, I mean, even get back to the money and stuff like that. There, see what we're getting for, for Hatati. That's more money than means us are getting in transfers or spending transfers for the next two or three year. Yeah. And, and that's the gulf between us and them now, and that's what we need to keep going. Yes, yeah, I keep harping on about it, Paul. We should start to looking on Scottish football the way PSG look on their league, like to Bayern Munich and that look on. They, the leagues are bread and butter, and we'll yeah. nine times out of ten we'll dominate the league and win the league. But there'll always be a wee freak occasion when we don't, but we just knuckle down, spend more money, and take care again. 
Or it has to be quality, Mark. That's I. Uh, uh, I. Has to be quality. I'd rather. I'd rather have two. I'd rather have two signings in that cost nearly thirty million or high twenty-five million than rather having eight or nine signings in that cost twenty-five million. Aye. Mm-hmm. And that's the way Celtic need to just kind of look at things. I've said it to, for you, Paul, even before we started in the podcast, me and you used yeah. to talk about this. You know what I mean? Just, in a way, that, I mean, you see, when you see years ago, you used to pick up the Scottish paper and you would read about, I've showed you the clips and that, but Rangers got to see Ronaldo and Robbie Fowler and that when Kenny Douglas was a super scouts and stuff like that. And that was all absolutely pie in the sky. And as I've seen, when we look back on it, it was all built on a Castle of Sand, it was all cheating. Celtic yeah. are not cheating. Celtic's no cheating. We're not doing anything wrong. We're, we we're built the club and structure. Aye, yeah. We're making this money through the through through the fans, through the club, through sponsorships, through transfer fees and everything. And we we are at a level comparable to like your PSG in France. I'm not mm-hmm. saying financially. I'm talking about the de- the difference between us and the next the next team below us. And we just need to keep keep doing that. And it is bread and butter for a good manager. So you're looking at somebody, if you're saying a manager like Rogers, you're looking at the bigger picture now. You've got to look at we've got to make our name in Europe. Anybody any half decent manager can come into Scotland and probably win the league for Celtic, you know, with the financial right. gap and that. What is what like what is the ambition? Like, you know what I mean? What is this progress in Europe? Like next season. Europe, I would expect us finish third. Europa League after Christmas, I'd be happy with that. Right, get a good run in Europa League, I'd be quite happy with that. Season two, the the Champions League format finishes. It'd be the first two and stuff like that. And I think, I think the third team. I said it two weeks ago, Mark. I think I and I think this this will be it. I think the tour team will go into a knockout stage as well, and then they'll go into the playoffs. Then with with the other crowds, I think that's going to be the next one. Is the progress you know then better, you know better than me, Paul? I'm not actually sure how that's going to work. Buzz, yeah, it, 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 that, that's just the talks at the moment, Mark. There's that. Hey, good can, night, Bobby, the, mate. The, Thanks the for coming again. Have a great holiday, holiday yeah, bud. Like, there's been nothing fine, fine, like yet. Like, so what, what I'm thinking, right? Next season, finish third. Second season, finish third. If that's the way it goes, does that because you're not going to get down to the Europa League anymore, you know? So, so the next season will be third playoffs. Season three, progress is made. I expect Celtic to finish second at least, you know? If if that's my progress, we should be looking at if that's the plan that they have. The draw is huge. The draw is huge, though. You're looking at the lucky draw for that to happen. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but is that the progress? Maybe I'm thinking. Vengeance, Brendan Rodgers sees Mark with where where he wants to go with Celtic. You know what I mean? You know. I probably think Paul. I mean, forget all that open doing other leagues and stuff like that, Paul. But even down to the fact, I think he'd want to just be competing. Yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah. Shouldn't be doing that. 
It's ridiculous. You know, I remember, do you remember the Cup Runners Cup was about the teams who actually just won the Cup, not the teams who finished fourth or third in the Premier League, you know? But that was, that was fair. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. even we, we did the teams that won our National Cup and that end up getting European games. Yeah, sure. Look at look at this season. It was actually it was Hibs that got into um, the uh, conference, is it? Conference League and not uh, Inverness. You know, thank God. You know, but but that's what I'm saying, Mark. Like, it's just the way it has changed. But it's not it's not the same as it used to be. Like you know what I mean? It's not. But you have to remember, Paul, when you're talking about progress, which is which is very fair. Like like progress has to be, and it's it's very very sad to say it, but progress has to be for Celtic to try and win a game in a knockout. Exactly. They haven't won a knock. They haven't won a knockout game since 2004. Mm-hmm. So no, that's absolutely that's like so, so like that's a that's a shocking record by Celtic. I think it's something like 2004 or something like that, that since that, since the last time they won a knockout. Yeah, it's it's you then, Paul. Fuck, my supposed to know about. <laughs> Just take take, 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 twenty, take twenty off it, Paul, and that one, right? All right, Paul will be fifty-two then. Yeah, but but you know, but you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, Mark? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I understand what you're going to say. But it, but that, but that's why you have to, you have to be careful in kind of in a sense, taper. What the expectation is? I I agree with you. I think I I would expect something to some of, some of the shite teams of face. That's that's the point. It's, that's what's embarrassing. What is it when you've beaten when you've been beaten by Ferenc Varas and Kluged and Red hammered Dimps, by Spark Prague? Brendan Rodgers' first game, Red Dimps, Lincoln or whatever yeah, they were called. Yeah, yeah, beaten by them. You know, but I'm saying in a, in a knockout in a knockout stage, they haven't, they haven't won since 2004. Mm-hmm. You know, they've played they've played plenty of teams, Copenhagen's and all these other teams, you know, and it's and even even like we all know they had Champions League, Doc hammered Europa League, didn't qualify in the Champions League, then didn't get through the Europa League, then wound up getting hockeyed by Border Glint. So you know, you know, they, I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. They they need to progress, but they need they need to they need to try and learn to start learning to walk before they can run because I think we're kind of thinking that they're a lot better than they actually are. You know they they kind of you, you know I I I I can't see them Paul in all honesty in three years time finishing second in any group in the Champions League. I hope I'm wrong. Draws is dependent, but I, I hope I'm wrong because like what Mark brought it up there recently. We have all these players come and going and they love playing at Celtic Park. It's great atmosphere, great fun, great everything. Yeah, because they've spanked Celtic 3-0, 4-0, 5-1, whatever it might be. Do you know, and so so from that point of view, like I, I would love to see Celtic finish third. And I think they should be competing more to finish third in the in, in the Champions League. I, I don't think obviously top of it's not not happening. It's like me growing hair. It's that's not going to happen, and it's and you know second second is massively dependent on the group, or on on the draw, whereas whereas third has to be realistic because the third and four teams generally, unless you get a right stinker of a draw of a draw, the third and four teams are, are generally close enough to be on par with each other. 
Do you know, there's normally not a massive difference between three and four. There's a huge difference between one and four and one and three. Yeah. But generally, there isn't a difference, a massive difference between three and four. And that's where that that's where Celtic need to try and make sure that they finish at least third in, in, in the Champions League if they can. But if they do go into the Europa League, they also need to be a lot more, more competitive than that because they're gone from a Champions League to Europa League. They should be more competitive. Do you know, and, and they're not, they're not. So it's, it, it's a massive ask for me for Celtic in Europe, in Europe again this year. And but can your problem is be that terms, but they've no. I think it's psychological. I think it's massively psychological. The different have had and still not been able to get an away win. Yeah, well, it's just it's mentality, Mark. If you look at if you look at some of the misses that Celtic had in the Champions League, some of the misses like Kyogo's had, some of the misses that Bad has had, they're. You know, it, it's nearly like some of them are nearly like rabbit in headlights. They nearly freeze on the big stage, like you know. Some and you you watch the naturally enough the better players with the better teams, and they get half a chance and and, and bang and it's a goal. It's in the back of the net, like. It's just coming out there that um, Mark. It's just coming out there that just as, as you're discussing, Mark, you're saying potential signings could be coming this week. Celtic are close to be signing Swedish international left-back Gabriel Gudemidsen Good, from Lille. Uh, deal is expected to be done early next week. That's not good news for Taylor. No. You know, deal is expected to be done next week, early next week. You know, Left-back. Left Deal is supposed to be done. They've also sanctioned uh, uh, deals to be done for McCarthy and Tomble early next week as well. So that's coming well, from that, Fabrizio. Well, that that's if that's the case, Paul, with, especially with McCarthy and Tomble, for me then that that that's good because in a sense, in a sense, as if they're not going to be involved in the squad and he doesn't see them in the squad, there's no requirement to have them around. Free, free up, free up, free up money, free up wages, free up everything. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can obviously move them on permanently, that is. Mm-hmm. Well, we spoke. We spoke about. We spoke about Taylor's role, Mark, under under Rogers. You know, would he be suited to it? And if we're looking at a left back, it it it, it doesn't look good to him. But like like Tom said, there does it? No, you know. You know? Really, really but doesn't like anybody else's Twitter. No, what right? Yeah, sure. He put in a new uh, you can only read f- 400 news points a day, and that's that's why it's not working. Maybe, maybe Paul, it's a case of not the Twitter thing, though. Well, maybe it's a case that he doesn't see that Bernabea as an option. Maybe Could he, be. maybe he wants, maybe he wants two, two full max, and he doesn't. I don't know. I don't. I thought he could be going back to Argentina. Lord. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't rate him. I think. I think he's. I. Do, I haven't been impressed with him now. I have to be honest. But again, it's my personal opinion. But maybe he sees him as the problem. And says, "Well, I've got Greg Taylor. I know what he can do. But if he gets injured, I've got no one to back him up." Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Could be and we And also, and also, as we said, you have to bring. You have to when you're bringing in a player. You ideally want to go. Am I bringing in a guy that's better in the position that's already there? And you hope the answer is yes. So you've got two good you've got two good players competing for the one spot. Yeah, because rumours are that 
his new wife with the new baby is in kind of settling mark in in, in scotland and uh, he that he celtic might actually let him go to argentina on loan again back home you know he's no kind of showing it no but was you know, on the fringes the argentinians and a national squad a couple of months ago yeah 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 he was he was maybe going back home mark might actually help him again to get back in there you know i don't know i you think know? it'll be a big ask for him of any kind of future at celtic to be honest paul well this big money we paid in as well for him mark 3.5 million aye you know it wasn't it wasn't there wasn't the cheap deal either, like you know what I mean? You know, like that, 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 that that's a prime example. There, Terence, like what you what, what we were talking about a while ago, spending 3.5 million on on a player kind of unknown, really, and and then it's not working out, you know what I mean? You know, instead of buying these kind of known players that we do know, and you know, players who are kind of First team ready, like I, I'm saying, you know. Yeah, but like I mean, it. I mean, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge, um, obviously culture difference coming from Argentina to yeah. Scotland. You know, it's a different. I mean, um, it was obviously the, the years ago the, the Brazilian fella that Celtic signed Rafael Schmeitz or whatever it was five and a half million, never kicked the ball like he was he was horrific, you know. But no, I mean, I I and in fairness. Burnaby has got game time. He started games. He has. His, he has, He just said, never looked comfortable to me. So he didn't. He said he's had one or two. He's had one or two flashes where he's looked okay. But generally speaking, he he looks like he's a South American because he looks like he's about to kick, kill someone when he at any stage. Like he looks like a right hothead. I don't mind yeah. that. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't mind that. But I always thought he was. He was. I thought he was weak. He played against. He definitely played against Rangers. I think he played against Hearts. And he struggled. He struggled in Tynecastle and he struggled in Ibrox. And, you know, they're always good gauges to, to kind of judge your player. I think as well, when he got that booking mark for the handball, that seems... He kind of went downhill after that. Aye. Like I think confidence shit on I. Yeah, and he was afraid to go in. Like Terence is saying there, like, he seemed to be a player who, who got kicked. So I think that's the type of player he is, that he'll go in for these hard tackles. I think he's afraid now to go into these tactics, Mark, because he'll get booked or get sent off with the Scottish referees. You know? Uh, it does. He always looked a bit like a kind of rabbit, a headlight kind of. Yeah. When he is playing. Yeah. But, I mean, he must have something. It, I mean, he must Definitely. have. You know, we've seen it, but, but just again, I know when, he, <coughs> when he's transferred, it doesn't seem to have worked out really. Yeah, well, he could, suit, he could suit Roger's style as well, Mark, because I always thought he was good going forward. And he could put in decent crosses as well. Like he put in decent deliveries to the ball, in, into the box as well. I think he could be. I think everybody's just got a clean slate, Paul. Yeah, that's the way yeah. I look at it. If players want to be here and work, work under Rogers, they'll be here, and if they don't, we can get shot at them and get top mm-hmm. dollar for them. And the start of the season is is, uh, is getting close. The the fifth of August, uh, Celtic uh, are at home to Saint Mirren, twelve uh, thirty kickoff. We're away to Aberdeen on the twelfth. We're home to Saint Johnston, twenty sixth September. So we're away to so Ross County. I thought it was Ross County at home. That's what I said, Ross County. No, you said St. Mary. St. Mary, bud. Did I? Sorry, Ross. Yeah. 
Parents getting the motor and get down boot his boys. That's about three times he's actually made a hairy balls up and eight. Get your hair on your eyes, bud. That's hair in his eyes. We're away to Livingston on the 23rd and we're away to... We've only three home games of the first seven fixtures and you're talking about the supercomputer walking fair. You know, tough games oh, there as well, isn't there? You know, oh, I don't buy any of that garbage. No. I really don't. Well, Paul, it's going, to mean, it's going to mean they're going to have more games at home. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying in the second part of the season. Yeah, exactly. I know, but but people, I've heard, I've seen people, and they've argued this point, and that's and they argued it every year. But like Celtic won the title eleven in the last twelve years or something like that. So like I understand, I understand people are get slightly paranoid about well, it. But to get the the the, the hard away games out of the way, Terence. Oh yeah, I do too. But 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 Paul, if you look at it, there's a. It's about six, seven, maybe about seven or eight games into it. Celtic are away to I think it's Hibs and then Hearts. I think that's what it is. But then, uh, and obviously, the Rangers are at home. But then another few games later, Celtic have two home games. And Rangers are away from two home games, or away in two games. And their mm-hmm. two away games were something like Livingston and some... They're, they're, I just had a quick gander just out of curiosity. You know, they're not, they're not, they're like, I think, Livingston and Aberdeen. So, like, I mean, if, if, Celtic, if Celtic are only at home three times, in the first seven or eight games and they're away five times. That's getting five of their potentially 19 away games out of the way. You know, so they, they, they are going to have to play 19 games at home and 19 games away. Aye. So if they play, if they play five of them in the first eight, that means there's 14 games left and that's including the split. So, mm-hmm. you know, I understand your point. Look, Paul, this, this, this Celtic squad are so strong would you fear them going anywhere? Any of these teams? Most of these teams don't even want to, won't even attempt to play football against Celtic. You know, they you just know, won't. Steve, like, that, that, that's the one thing doubts I have about Rogers is, is Mark, is, is, is these teams sitting back because Rogers always struggled against Livingston. You know what I mean? And I hope he knows that as well, that he changed something there to beat these teams, Mark, that sit back and that pass the ball 10, 20 times on the halfway line. Do you, don't, you remember that? You know? Aye. You know? Who knows? Do you know what I mean? You said, Paul, he's learnt to tweak his tactics and that way. Really yeah. Leicester, sir. You'll know what yeah. today. I've seen him talking even about a couple of players that he brought in at Leicester. I think, was it, was it Teddy? He was even talking about it. He said they could... He could do things to unlock all these kind of defences and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, he brought in players to do that, yeah, yeah, he did. Well, listen, we'll be kidding, Paul. Ange ended up doing the same kind of tactics as Rodgers. He did, yeah, plenty of times back there. We were passing, saying it was, passing, it was kind tippy, of... Tappy, passing about the, th- the opposition 18-year box and no getting anywhere. But I said then as well, Mark, was that more the players than one at the time when it was Ange? Do you know what I mean? Ange came out and kind of slated that then, like, you know what I mean? That he didn't, it was kind of, it was too slow in the tempo, we kind of, we held the ball too much and stuff like that. You know, I, like, seeing as this is Roger's second seat now, all right? 
and a new man always gets leeway. Does Rogers get leeway? I respect in all guns blazing Rogers. We expect to win the treble. I don't see why no. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. I, I, well, I don't I, see why the, the treble is going to be realistic. As I said, we're, yeah, we're that far in front of everybody else in Scotland. So the, the treble has got to be that that aim. That's going mm -hmm. to be Celtic same every season, Paul. No matter who the manager is. Aye, yeah. aye. I think the league is a priority. Oh, I don't think, the problem is anything anything can happen in a cup match. That's the biggest thing. Anything can happen in a cup match. If Celtic were drawn away for argument's sake to Aberdeen or St. Johnson, you could just get that you could just get that bad day in the office and they could lose. But for me, the league the league and Europe are the priority. If they if they if they manage to win the treble, happy days. But what would I rather Celtic win the league, have a good run in Europe and maybe win a cup or win a treble? I'd rather Celtic win the league, have a good run in Europe and win a cup. That's only my opinion. That's only my opinion. No, I agree with you, Terry. Yeah. See, the thing about it is in Scotland terms, it's like... I know, if we don't win it, they might win it. I understand uh, that. I uh, see, like, down in England and stuff like that, they don't really... The FA Cup and the League Cup, don't, most teams don't really bother their backside about it. It's good to win the FA Cup because of the history, but the League Cup, the TTL should back to the Diddy Cup. But that is the only thing that up in Scotland. If, if Rangers went out of the cup before us, I wouldn't care if you went out it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Wait, we'll put it like this, Mark. On, on, on the bigger picture, but you're saying in terms of playing in Europe, we couldn't yep. off. We're playing in Europe on Wednesday in the latter stages of the UEFA League of the Champions That's, League. Yeah. The Do you know what I mean? Or we've got a cup game against St. Murray on the Saturday. Well, the priority is going to be a European game. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Would you rather say, for argument's sake, Celtic win the league, Celtic won a cup, and we're in the quarter-final of the Europa League but we're beaten and had a quarter-final of the Europa League on on the Thursday night and for argument's sake they won the first leg and they lost the cup the League Cup quarter-final or League or the Scottish Cup quarter-final on the, on the Saturday or Sunday would it would it you know would you rather them would you rather them win a quarter-final of the Europa League or win a quarter, or win the Scottish Cup I'd that, that's my opinion I'd rather get a good run in the Europa League or something like that Win if they won a cup great and but the league, the league in Europe, and maybe a cup, and I'd be over the moon. Uh, Europe's got to be the aim. Progressing be... Europe, as in, don't get me wrong, there is probably going to be a couple of Serb nights on the horizon. Mm -hmm. That's just part and parcel of supporting Celtic, I think, the way it is in Europe now. But I'm, I'm not going to hold Rodgers to it this season coming, but the following season, that should be. If he doesn't do anything in Europe, I think we need to even look at exactly. Yeah. But I'd be very, I'd be very interested to see how he, as because Paul mentioned it a number of times, that he's varied the way he played and tactics and lineups and formations. I'd be very interested to see how he how he manages all that, as opposed to the last time where he went basically gung ho. I'd be very interested to see how he manages Europe this time round and when he twin things. When he, when he was with Leicester in the Conference League, Terence, he at times he played five in the midfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he is. But that's what I'm saying, Paul. That's what I'm saying. You should see him do that. He should have lost. No, the opposition that you can't go gung ho against teams in fucking in Europe, no matter what the opposition is. You know what I mean? You change yeah. up slightly and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? You know? You know? Oh yeah, yeah, big time. And that's what that's what something that is really going to interest me to see what way he does approach Europe. 
in particular. And will he, you know, if he's if he's matches and he's had match the previous week and he plays a four four two or whatever system he plays, for argument's sake, and then all of a sudden he comes to a European match and it's a completely different for, format. I'd be looking at that going, yeah, he's been sensible. He's having two hole in midfielders or he's packing the midfield and he's not going to be as as brave away from home and all that. that that's what I'd like to see from him. You know what I mean? Not this, mm-hmm. not this gung-ho attitude that, oh, if they score three, we'll try score four. Instead, we'll, yeah. instead we'll concede six, like. Exactly. Um, I think people like... always keep going on about this, about, oh, if you pay a player X amount, other players are going to be upset and stuff like that. Because they think they're working in the normal job. Uh, aye. Do you know, are you going to sign a player? How many times do we go with this? You know what I mean? You're going to sign a player. You're going to sign a player that's going to 40 goals a season. And uh, even in the Scottish League. Then you go and sign a player that's going to be playing the backside of right back at you when your other right back's injured. They've not got anything to moan about. It's just where you're as a club, where you're as a team, and where players are. Mm-hmm. But your mark, that's currently happening now. There, if the team are all united, why this upset? Would you be happy for the club to pay 100k a week for a player more than double Cal Max wages? What about the players at the Celtic who knew that Cal Max getting double their wages? How come they're no battering down the door and saying, how come he's getting paid that? I was just going to say the same thing, like Callum like uh, McGregor and Randy Ralston aren't getting paid the same, like. Aye, so why is Ralston, what is that? No, how, how come Cal McGregor's getting paid more than me? Because he's a better player. Aye, it's the exact same thing. Because yeah. Cal McGregor's a captain, he, he's a TikTok heart of the team. All right, no bother. What about that striker up front that's getting 60, 70 grand a week for low? He's banging mm-hmm. in 40 goals a season. What are you doing? <laughs> absolute, yeah. absolute nonsense that people think like that. That's like that's, that's like me going in work, into work, Mark, and going, sorry, you're running the striker here, right? How come you're getting paid that amount of money and I'm only getting paid this? Well, because you're in production and I'm a manager. Aye. There's a difference. I manage the company. Because, you, because we we both work in the company, like. Basically, you get paid what you're worth to the company. If exactly, you yeah. Aye. Uh, you know, I don't know. Madness. Uh, you go to any, any team, any team, no matter whether it's even down to the likes of your Hamilton Ackies and we did the teams like that, there's guys getting paid more money than other players. And that's just the way football works. And if our players don't like it, well, that's up to them to go and try and work hard enough to earn that same type of money. I, I just, I don't honestly know why people keep going on about that. I really don't. Especially the way we've sort of spoke about for two and a half years about how money's changed the face of football. But I mean, mm. they're going out, Yota's going out to Saudi Arabia for 200 grand a week. Is he sitting there doing a ah, fucking arsehole Benzema? It's 197 million a year. Ah, I'm going out to chat with Don Monday for a pay rise. Yeah, Ronaldo's on about a million a week. Aye, it's just, aye. And that's the thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Sure, look, look, it's it, it's happening in the Premier League. Like, I mean, there are players on there, they're on 50 grand. There's players there, they're on 300 grand. You know what I mean? So, but it harms the Celtic, Paul. Yeah, exactly. But we're saying you have like Cal Mack, guys like McGregor, even James Forrest, right? With James Forrest, James Forrest probably one of the highest earners at Celtic. Yeah, 
So should all these other players been beating down the manager Joe Dorsey? How come he's getting that money and I'm not getting that and he's not playing games and he's getting this and he's getting that and shit like that? So, all the manager, all the manager, all the CEOs turns around and says, Not to do with you. It's absolutely nothing to do with you what anybody else in this club gets paid. You'll get paid for what we, we want to give you. You don't like okay. it. We'll transfer you. Check his 20 trophies. <laughs> aye, aye. That's why he's on that wage. But, but Who I would be on more trophies? That? James Forrest or Callum Mack? Say James Forrest, I'd say. Uh, I think I think he is in a, maybe as far as maybe not about twenty one trophies in Cal Match. Something like that. Nineteen maybe. He'd be he'd be he'd be there he'd be there he'd have broke broke through a couple of years maybe two years three years ahead of McGregor I'd say something like that I'm not hundred percent sure but I'd say something like that. Evening, mm-hmm. you Deef, thanks for joining us, mate. Good Deef, saying imagine a footballer had to work, really work. Guys, guys dig girls for forty k a year. ジョブスコンユーディフ。フォーティーアイエフアダギンデロードズ。ええ。あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
support we get. If you know how, hit the like button, leave a comment. If you have no, please subscribe. And remember, the link to our forum and everything's in the subscription box. You're all made and welcome on the forum to talk absolute rubbish about Celtic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovel podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.